Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. If you're looking for my Halo Infinite Finally Looks Good talk, it'll be in this past broadcast. I use timestamps below to let you know where those talks can be. I stream Monday through Friday. We do try to do shorter segments. If you are looking for shorter uploads, I do have an SNTR Shorts channel where those little segments get uploaded if you're not really looking for live streams. If you're in the live audience, we got a full day ahead of us, and let me give you a little rundown of what's coming. But first, before I do that, let's take a look at what you might have missed over the weekend. We decided to stream on the weekend to cover E3. You can see there, starting down in the corner, I said I wouldn't do this. I basically did a little short on Saturday saying, hey... I said I wouldn't do this, I wasn't really going to be streaming on the weekends, but E3 shoved virtually everything on the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. There's more E3 today, but there was a lot that happened and we wanted to make sure we covered it. Now, we were concerned about turnout, we were concerned about people really even knowing that I'd be streaming on the weekend. And I gotta say, I was very, very thrilled with the turnout. So if you were there over the weekend, thank you. If you couldn't make it, all these past broadcasts are there for you. They're in a playlist entitled E3 2021. And it was a blast. We had really, really good results from every single stream. You can see there the total view count on every stream was amazing. For for two and sometimes even three streams a day, I was very, very happy with the totals that we got. And we met a lot of new people as well. Hopefully we see them throughout the week for the live shows. Now the Ubisoft Live was the first one we started with and that one disappointed a lot of people. There were games just completely absent from the showcase that's causing a lot of questions about when are those games even going to come out. There was also a total lack of some of the things that got announced or even leaked. They made no mention of Division Heartland. The leaked Battle Cat game was nowhere in sight. That's kind of why we put that thumbnail there. We thought surely they're going to address this. At leaked in advance maybe even on purpose we thought now we knew prince of persia wasn't going to be there that was actually a a news segment that we covered prior to uh that game coming out or the the event i'm sorry that prince of persia remake wasn't going to be there i actually really really enjoyed uh some aspects of that you know that presser basically i i tried to highlight the things that i enjoyed the most uh, without kind of being down on it. So if you want to see my reaction to that, we threw that up on the Shorts channel. It's about four minutes long. I enjoyed the showcase. I didn't take a lot of notes or anything, but we we will have to just kind of wait. Some of these companies more than likely are facing a lot of delays and a lot of you know setting things back that they were probably wanting to talk about, but they weren't really able to. Now the Gearbox E3 live i wouldn't waste your time watching that past broadcast i'm telling you literally to not watch my own video there it's an hour and 15 minutes and unfortunately it was not very good it just it was a bunch of stuff we had already seen they replayed everything and that's fine if you want to replay your trailers usually they replay the trailer and then they show you more whether it's an interview or maybe gameplay or maybe a deep dive and they didn't do that they just had somebody that they kind of interviewed 
who talked about the game while the same trailer ran in bits and pieces behind, uh, you know, inter, inter, interspersed. It was basically B-roll footage from the trailer. And it was really disappointing because it was almost as if they had the spot for E3 and just decided to use it for basically nothing. Uh, I know Randy Pitchford was really excited about the movie. You could you could sense it. You know, this is probably a dream come true for him to see how far that franchise has come. But it didn't really translate to E3. E3 is not really about us walking around with you on a film set where you can't show us anything. Everything's kind of getting blurred out. Uh, and, and and so it, it just it was very pointless. Uh, I don't want to knock them while they're excited about their products, but you got to understand the audience that you're making content for. Uh, I feel like a lot of these companies do a really poor job of understanding the live viewing audience. Um, they're still either operating under the old the old thought process of like doing like a live, you know, conference style thing, or they're just getting really bad advice from people about how to showcase. Which leads me to the next one: Xbox Bethesda. They always, I think, put on a great show. I thought their showing was fantastic. It was so many games. They hopped from game to game to game. They didn't really waste any time. They had some weird things going on at the very beginning with some sound, but it fixed itself. Some really big notable announcements from there was Sea of Thieves combining with Disney for the uh, life, uh, the, the a pirate's life, uh, basically bringing in the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the main character. Uh, Captain Jack Sparrow, Calypso's in the trailer, uh, Davy Jones is in the trailer, and it's going to have an epic original story. Now, they didn't go into details about whether or not that epic original story will be playable as sort of a a campaign PvE experience. That's something that folks like myself have been asking for for a really long time. We'll know soon enough. It comes out June 22nd. We also, during that presser, finally saw some Battlefield 2042 gameplay. I've got a reaction hitting the Shorts channel. I thought it looked pretty incredible. The Starfield trailer left us with just probably more questions than answers. I know there's some interviews with Todd Howard where he goes into more detail. We may be covering that this week once I take a look at those articles if I feel like they're substantive enough. But the trailer, while it was probably in-engine footage, it just didn't really do much for folks who have been dying for information about this game. But we do have a launch date, November 11th of of next year. Back for Blood finally decided to show its face, but it was one of those trailers where it felt like simulated gameplay and not real gameplay, so we'll have to wait and see if they have more to show uh, in the future. 12 minutes has been around for a long time, so it was good to see that finally showing its face again with you know an all-star cast with Daisy Ridley and Willem Dafoe and uh, James McAvoy. Very, very impressive voice acting cast there. I'm very interested in that game, and we'll definitely play that. That is out on August the 19th. Then, the main topic for today is based off these two trailers. We got a story trailer from Halo Infinite and a multiplayer gameplay trailer, and then today, they're debuting a Halo Infinite multiplayer overview. We'll watch that together, and as the title of this stream says, man, Halo Infinite finally looks good. They got Joseph Staten. I've always said his name is Joseph Staten, but they introduced him, I'm pretty sure, as Joseph Staten. They had him on the stage. Like, this is the guy that gave life to Halo. This is the guy whose Destiny supercut was rejected, and he eventually left along with Marty O'Donnell. They left Bungie, and they bring him on maybe to right the ship for Halo, and it seems like 
he's already done a pretty good job just from the showing we saw yesterday. I'm going to tell you why I think Halo Infinite finally looks good today. Diablo 2 Resurrected was in the presser. We finally have a date, September the 23rd. Plague Tale's getting a sequel. Far Cry 6 looking really awesome. And that was my big takeaway from Ubisoft. I just now remembered Ubisoft's forward. They announced a villain version of Far Cry where you'll play as all the villains in sort of a trippy, psychological, just mind job. I'm excited about that. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of Blood Dragon, which they're going to they're gonna package that in with Far Cry 6. Great indie title was shown during the Xbox presser called Replaced. That's coming out next year. Outer Worlds had a hilarious trailer. Absolute comedic genius. They put it together just to basically announce that Outer Worlds 2 is coming. And then Flight Sim always looks amazing. This game looks like an absolute technical marvel, the Microsoft Flight Simulator. And then they ended with Redfall. This is the title with the four different characters. Uh, They got the girl with, like, the really cool hair. Uh, And then they got, like, the guy with, like, the tech. And then the sniper with the glowing eye. And then the girl with, like, this summonable. It seems like four classes for what they described as an open-world shooter where they're fighting against vampires so that was that was a brief summary of the xbox one and then square enix was kind of all over the place i don't really connect with a lot of their property they really appeal to the asian market a lot of their games are coming to mobile which again is huge in the asian market so there were some standouts in there but a lot of it i didn't have much to say about because i don't really play a lot of their games and then there was the pc gaming show which there were some high points but i still Every year, wonder who on earth makes the call uh, for the art direction and the ideas that they put forth. Uh, I think that Day9 and uh, and Marky are brilliant hosts. I think they do a great job. But I feel like they're given just the, the strangest work and dialogue to work with. I, I, I would honestly be curious behind the scenes to see what they thought of it all. I mean, they probably thought it was fun in the moment, but I'm telling you, PC Gamer and their PC gaming show continues to struggle, I think, to understand their audience. Now, maybe they just lean into it. Maybe they're cringy and very, like, silly meme-oriented on purpose. Maybe they're just letting chat have their way with them, just, like, making fun and poking fun, because then it's memorable and then it's talked about. But there were some great games shown there. However... It's really, really hard for me to even pinpoint a lot of them and and to talk about a lot of them because the whole time it was like, when is this going to be over? Uh, It felt really, really drawn out and overdone. Three hours. I mean, you know, Microsoft was two hours. Nobody went that long. Actually, I'm sorry. No, theirs theirs was like two and a half hours. I apologize. We We went live over there about a half an hour early. So PC Gaming Show just continues to be one that confuses me every year. They have great talent from the industry. And then they seem to just make them do the weirdest, most odd things with respect to the uh, the script and the presentation. So I, again, I don't know. Maybe it's on purpose and by design. Maybe I'm falling for it, as it were. Maybe that's what they want you to do is to talk about it. And then everybody's like, I got to go see this. I got to go see how bad it was. And I don't know. Maybe they're using the Internet's mockery against itself. So, but, but we have a big day ahead of ourselves Today, you can... uh, Oh, I I, I hit it. It's private because I don't want people getting too many notifications. The Take-Two Interactive stream is today. I know they said they're not going to be talking about any games, but we still wanted to make sure that we covered it, so we will be covering that. 
I believe it's at 11 o'clock Eastern. We'll be taking a look at the multiplayer overview from Halo Infinite. That's a premiere video that we will be checking out today. And then again, the lead topic from today, Halo Infinite finally looks good. I'm going to break down what I think about the story trailer, what I think about the multiplayer, as well as their decision to make the multiplayer free to play all right and they're still sticking to their holiday launch date what does that mean for this game as well as everything else trying to come out end of this year now there's a variety of ways to support the stream every single day thank you so much to everybody who's been ordering the coffee ragelessroast.com will get you there or when you're in the live stream you can use the coffee command we even sold a bunch over the weekend that has been a huge support for me and my family as well as the channel my kids and my wife enjoy uh, putting those little packages together for you guys. So thank you, everybody. The, the the dark roast is currently in process, and the light roast restock should be on its way to me very shortly. Also, we typically do a poll. We'll probably do one today, kind of getting a bearing on what everybody thought about the showing yesterday from Halo Infinite. I'll tell you when that poll is live. I'm wearing a new shirt from 80s Tees, a nice Spider-Man Miles Morales shirt, so use the shirt command to go to the Marvel collection. Always remember to use code LONO and get 30% off on any shirt at 80stees.com and that does support me. Anybody can hang out on our Discord. The more people that hang out there, the better. You'll get the announcements and you'll know what's going on. As a paying member, you get increased access in the Discord as well. But anybody can hang out in there. Uh, And then the coffee command is there. The join command is there. We have brought back Q&A, and it's got a great presentation on the screen. We have a really, really good time with it. I'm sure we'll even maybe do some today. There's probably going to be a lot of discussion about Halo Infinite. You have to be a member to do Q&A. We really want to see that membership continue to go up so consider clicking the join button or using the join command today and then obviously you can tip with the tip command or super chat follow me on twitter as well as maybe check out some of our merch now if you just tune in every day of the week and listen and lurk if you're a faithful audio listener uh, and you keep us on in the background maybe you never say anything in chat maybe you've never spent a dime through tips or coffee or a membership that is a great way to support the channel the more people that are here every single day the more the channel gets recommended and can grow so we can continue to do this show as well as our other ideas if we have time today we're going to be jumping back into ratchet and clank for more gameplay that rift apart game is fantastic We also have SNTR Gaming. We're going to start using that for indie titles as well as those Friday night streams with Hilly. And then we have SNTR Shorts. So we have three channel hubs now for you to consume the content. SNTR Presents is the main show. It's the main hub. Then we have SNTR Shorts and SNTR Gaming. All right. I recorded this. I'm upstairs getting coffee. Sorry about the late start this morning. I was I had a lot going on last night to prepare for today after working on the weekend, so it sort of put me behind. So I'll be back. I'll be in the chair momentarily, and we will get the show started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you all for being here this morning. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a great E3. I know, you know, there's some disappointment out there about some of the showings and some of the things that we haven't been able to see, but I, I, I've seen uh, the, the, the trailers. I've seen the breakdowns. I, I, I've had a pretty good time. I've had a pretty good time. There was, there was some 
you know, there, there were some things that were absent that we were really hoping to see, you know, maybe a little, a little bit more of, um, of Starfield, you know, we've been waiting a while for Starfield, you know, maybe a little bit more from Starfield would have been, would have been nice. No way that was pre-recorded. Yeah, I recorded just this morning. I just do it in one take. Um, it obviously means that I start a little bit late, but it helps me kind of start my day. Like you guys get to just chill with the intro and then I can, I can kind of go do my thing and get my morning ready. So two of my friends were introduced to you yesterday as we watched you in discord all weekend. Needless to say, there'll be two bags of coffee going their way. Thanks for the content. I appreciate that stubby. Thank you very much. Good morning feed. I see you in the chat. Thank you for being here. Faithful every day feed. Two-month anniversary. Blue badge looks dope. Indeed. Indeed. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. You guys that are keeping your 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 stuff here. Yeah, that was pre-recorded. I just I get down here in the morning uh, and I record it and then I throw it into a scene so that I can start the stream and walk away. Uh, that's just kind of my routine. Uh, so that yeah, that's how we do it every morning, and it gives me an opportunity to do a recap. It gives me an opportunity to like lay out here's all the various ways you can support, um, and so I uh, I enjoy I enjoy doing that. You know, getting that getting that out of the way in the morning. It's a great way to kind of get the stream started, get you guys kind of oriented to what we did and what's in front of us. So what's good at what I am good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, how can you say Reach wasn't a good Halo game? Oh, somebody said Reach wasn't a good Halo game? I thought that was one of the ones... Isn't Reach one of the... I think Reach is one of the hotly debated ones, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't... I don't... I don't think that one is... Is it universally praised like, uh, one and two are? I feel like Reach is one of the ones that gets debated. As, as... Some people think it's great, some people think it's not. I, I'm not... I'm not a Halo guy. I'm not, so... Uh, it was a pleasure to be able to explain uh, who you are to them. Well, I appreciate that. Any surprise, big surprises for you from the weekend? I mean, I was surprised that Halo looked as good as it was. I was concerned. I was. I was worried. Now, you'll notice they didn't show us campaign gameplay. They showed us essentially, like, a trailer for the story. But th- there was a good trailer. That was the, my takeaway from it is, okay, they're putting love into the story like it seemed like a really really good setup for the story with Master Chief and Cortana being deleted or whatever um I I actually think that they set the game up really nice so that was kind of a surprise the real for me some of the pleasant surprises nothing nothing blew me out of my chair okay nothing blew me out of my chair I'm never really hoping for that anyway right but Sea of Thieves combining with Pirates of the Caribbean. I really thought that was a big win. I thought the Battlefield 2042 gameplay looked stellar. It was good to finally see some in-engine results from Starfield, even if they didn't really tell us anything. A date for Diablo 2 Resurrected. That was nice. Uh, The Far Cry 6 villains, like DLC season pass that they're going to be doing. Uh, I actually think Redfall could be a really, really good game. I like the look of that. Uh, so you know, Microsoft kind of Microsoft kind of stole the show. Nobody else did a very good job. I never understand what in the world PC gaming show is doing. As I said in the intro, I I don't know if they're trying to be cringy. I don't know if they give zero rips about the audience. They just do whatever they want. I mean, I've been on that side of the camera, and so I, I know that that a lot of the hosts and a lot of the producers can get a little bit 
Um, they can get kind of insulated. They have to shield themselves from public criticism because of what they do. It, it, it's one of the only ways for them to stay sane because um, everybody's a critic, right? As I learned over the weekend, everyone's a critic of how you attempt to create content or, or host. So I think sometimes, though, with with that with those those environments, they get too insulated, and they're like, I don't I don't really understand who they think they're making that show for. I, I I really don't. I'm like, I don't know who you think you're making this show for. I know your friends high five you and talk about how funny it was, or creative, or all oh, the sets are amazing. But the live audience is just sitting here being like, this is so bad. This isn't professional. This feels really silly and juvenile. Um. I, I just, I don't get it. I really don't. I think Microsoft continues to be the archetype for showing content in these environments. I think Microsoft is the archetype. They do it just right. They have someone walk out, they talk, they've got a really fancy stage, and then they're like, trailer, 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 gameplay, gameplay. Like, Microsoft, every year, they, they, they do it right, and everybody else gets it wrong. And I'm not a Microsoft fanboy, but so Sony doesn't even go to E3 anymore. But the last couple times they went to E3, it was awful for the viewing audience. It was like, what are you doing? You have 500 people in the audience. You got hundreds of thousands of people that are going to watch this either live or later, and it's terrible. It's awful. I don't. I don't know. I, I just. I don't know who who orchestrates it, who consults with them. I mean, they need to talk to streamers is what I think they need to do. You need to talk to the live streamers, the people that understand a live viewing audience. And I'd have told them, I'd have told them straight to their face, this is awful. No one's going to watch this. People will stop watching. They'll make fun of it. They'll say it's cringe and they will turn it off. I, I would have told them that straight to their face. And I, I think they're talented. I think, I think Day9 and I think uh, and I think Frankie are super talented. I wasn't familiar with the other girl. Apparently, she came from the Fumble, like she hosted another show. Um, she did a great job too. They're talented, but you give them garbage. Like, what is this? Why are you making them act so funky and funny and silly and weird? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Ice Cool Killer, thank you so much for the brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You're dope and deserve dope stuff. So, yeah, Gearbox didn't do anything either. I don't know what they were thinking. It was like, hey, come watch stuff that you've already seen. Now, you have to understand something, okay? You have to understand something. There are a ton of people watching at that point in time that hadn't seen any of that stuff yet, okay? They hadn't. So I get that. I get replaying the trailers or revisiting things. There is nothing wrong with doing that because... Sometimes I think we, let's call us the plugged-in ones. We're the plugged-in ones. We're seeing the things as soon as they hit Twitter, Reddit, the leak feeds, the YouTube, the whatever. We are plugged in. We see the stuff as soon as it hits, okay? There are people that watch E3 or tune into announcements and things that day and time, and they've not seen anything. They're not the plugged-in ones. So I get that. Replaying your trailers, replaying your content, going over announcements again, it's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. But then when that's all you're doing, it doesn't make any sense. She's LeVar Burton's daughter and worked for Rooster Teeth for years. Yeah, so she's she's she is gifted on-air talent. She knows what she's doing. 
you got you got her and you got day nine and you got frankie you got some of the best on-air hosts you can get in the business i rank them in the top they're up there in the top 10 with anna prosser and kelly link uh and and all the people that i've had the, the pleasure of working with in the past they're some of the best on-air talent you can host these are people that host big big viewing audiences for pokemon or rainbow six tournaments they know how to to carry themselves as on-air talent and you got them saying like the doofiest dumbest stuff i'm like who i don't i just don't get who's in charge i don't know day nine is a little quirky he's a goofy guy so maybe it, it maybe he has a part in it and he just thinks it's fun and he maybe he just gets it like internet mockery you know he leans into it i don't know i really really don't when your e3 presentation was all about your movie you blew it well and the thing is is that i get that he was excited about borderlands you know i do i get it i'm like dude this is your baby this is your baby borderlands has been around for forever and it's becoming a reality it's becoming a brand a recognizable brand a movie is a huge huge deal right i but i'm like we don't we don't care about you walking around and geeking out with directors you can't show us anything you know what i mean you can't show us anything i don't understand what what you I, this is what happened. This is what happened. I, I've continued to say this. I, I I I don't have the disdain for Randy Pitchford that lots of people do because I know what it's like for the public to think things about you based on an impression or a rumor or a story, right? The entire industry runs on gossip and rumor. And a lot of the times you don't like something or you don't like somebody purely based off of something you heard, right? I've experienced that firsthand. So I know that a lot of the hate for him is based on stuff that people heard and people in the industry that tried to hurt him, people in the industry that, you know, tried to do hit pieces on him, right? So I don't don't fall into the disdain for Randy. I've always kind of liked him in like a different sort of way. Like he's very eccentric. He gets really excited. He's very passionate. He can kind of get, you know, he kind of has a temper, you know. So I, I, I've I, always been like, you know, he's just, he's never really tried to hide the fact that he doesn't really give a frick what people think. He's going to do whatever he wants. Yeah, they tried to cancel, yeah, yeah, multiple times, at least two different times he got, they tried to cancel him over stuff, right. And a lot of it was completely overstated and a lot of it was exaggerated. B- big surprise, right? People in the industry exaggerating things and using hyperbole to try to damage someone's career. Man, that just seems like something that nobody in this industry would do at all. Except they do it like every other freaking weekend with their morning coffee. And so, I've always felt though, I've always felt that he is to Gearbox what George Lucas was to Star Wars. No one can tell him no. I think he has bad ideas and then no one tells him no. Like, you need people to tell you no. No, Randy, this is a bad idea. He got it in his head that they didn't want to be the Borderlands developers, okay? And so they skipped Borderlands 3 down the road and they did Battleborn instead. And on paper, Battleborn was a great idea, but it was developed by a company that 
that wasn't their wheelhouse. So it was half-baked. It wasn't very good. And then the only redeeming quality of Battleborn that could have captured an audience and maybe developed into something amazing was completely undercut by Overwatch. Now, they couldn't see that coming, okay? There was no way they knew that a very similar character class driven game was going to launch I mean literally right before their demo hit right before Battleborn hit and it just took the wind out of their sails Battleborn if it would have had a solid year before Overwatch hit I think Battleborn could have been something I really do because of the PvP right but somebody should have told him bro number one rule in business is you stick to your core competencies this is not our core competencies what we are good at is making borderlands we should be making another borderlands the excitement the hype the the brand recognizability the top of mind marketing all business signs pointed to we should be working on the next borderlands and under his direction they didn't they didn't do that and i at this point in time i i i lay that at his feet i lay that at his feet i'm like that was a bad decision people make bad decisions in business all the time hopefully you've learned from it they've seemingly learned from it but similar to my theory that he doesn't get told no enough i think he got it in his head i think he got it in his head that they were they were going to they were going to show this behind the scenes movie stuff and everybody was going to be like this is so exciting because you got to think he's there he is absolutely jazzed he's like oh my gosh it's happening let's film it yeah let's film it and and use this at e3 we'll get everybody excited about the movie and 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 when you're not there it's like i can't be excited about it dude i can't see any of the stuff you're seeing i can't see any of the photo shoots the costumes the the, the acting the writing I, i'm not there so somebody should have told him no this is a bad idea if we're gonna do a showing at e3 you need gameplay you need something and we don't have anything we have we have weird trailer announcements about homeworld and weird and a tra- and a trailer about Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's all we got. Do you think that decision had anything to do with D two also being so big at the time? I don't think that had anything to do with their decision whatsoever. No, I think he like the, he's on record as saying they did not want to be a, just a Borderlands only developer. He's on record like that's that's his take on it. Is yeah, we don't want to be just that's not what we only want to be known for. I think Aliens Isolation hurt their feelings, you know? It was like, yeah, they made Borderlands, but look, the minute they tried to do anything else, it was it was embarrassing, and that wasn't even their fault. There was a class action lawsuit, and they were absolved of all blame. It wasn't even their fault how bad Aliens Isolation turned out. Like, apparently, according to the court documents, he used some of his own money to try to make sure that game got off the ground. You know, and, and, and people tried to blame him and they tried to blame Gearbox for that game. And it was, I'm sorry, not Alien Isolations. I'm sorry, Alien Colonial Marines. Aliens, uh, uh, Colonial Marines. I, that was so embarrassing that I think that was part of what drove it. If I had to guess, I would say that was the leading cause of, uh, of him saying Colonial Marines was so bad we don't want to be known as the people who couldn't step outside of Borderlands, right? And so I think they tried to bring their 
their art their unique art style takes and their unique humor and they try to bring it to another game called Battleborn and you know yeah I, Alien Isolation is a completely different game completely different viewpoint and that game's gotten a lot of praise Colonial Marines was an absolute friggin disaster it was an absolute friggin disaster um so but today's main focus today's main focus is halo and i would like to run um at least run um is this is this one we can run we can run this one yeah we can run this one a couple of times uh let's let we can let this kind of loop in the background I I thought that the oh they're doing non-skippable. How are you doing a non-skippable ad on a trailer that you don't own? Like I'll never understand how companies get away with this. Um is this the 4K? No. Hang on. I found a 4K version yesterday. Uh I can't remember which one which one I watched cuz I got a um well I guess we'll just watch the uh I guess we'll just watch this. I don't know. They didn't upload the campaign trailer like anywhere. They didn't. They didn't. They did not upload the campaign trailer anywhere. Anywhere. It says 4K. Yeah, it says 4K, and then you can't set it to 4K. Like, that's the other thing these companies do. They're like, yeah, come watch the 4K trailer, and then you click on it, and you're like, this isn't 4K. This is a 1080 video. What in the heck? YouTube should smack people down for that crap. That should not be allowed. You should not be able to upload a 1080 video and then be like, yep, it's 4K. No, you should not be allowed to do that. That's that's garbage. That's bad for that's bad for YouTube anyway, right? You don't want people clicking on videos and immediately leaving. That's bad for YouTube. YouTube doesn't want that. They want click and stick. They don't want click and bounce. Just found the joystick emote. Yeah, there it is. There it is. There's a joystick. Uh, but does it ship with Game Fuel? That's right. That's right. Now, you guys will remember last week when I was covering Halo Infinite and we heard that they were not going to be showing top-tier visuals, right? Top-tier visuals were not going to be shown at E3, but they were going to feature multiplayer gameplay. I said last week, I said, that is probably the right gamble to take. There's a variety of reasons for that. Number one, the main reason I said it is... If you're going to gamble on Halo landing in 2021 to high praise, landing to good reception, okay, it's going to be because of the multiplayer. It just is, okay? The, the, the franchise has been around too long. Halo 5 did so much to the story that frustrated people. I was like, if I'm a gambling man, I'm going to gamble on Halo's multiplayer. If I'm, if I'm in charge, that's what I'm going to do. And from what from where I sit, I think this trailer puts Halo Infinite multiplayer in an absolutely great position. Okay? Free to play number one at the end. Huge, huge swing. The right swing, okay? The right swing. And we will be watching this Halo Infinite multiplayer overview today. You can you can watch it here with me. We'll be watching that premiere. Okay. But when I watch this, I'm like, this is the right call. 
this is the right call. Number one, it's Halo. So it's unmistakably Halo. You can see from the, the gameplay and the weapons and the classic, you know, good, good, awesome snipe shots, the shields breaking. There is, there is a very, very identifiable Halo feeling. This right here, especially that, that little move there coming down for the punch. It's Halo. Okay. But the second thing that's going on in this trailer is this isn't your daddy's Halo, okay? There's a lot of action. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of abilities. There's a lot of chaos. New weapons. You know, new vehicles. Lot going on. They now, now, now. Keep in mind, Destiny did the same thing before Destiny Two launched. Destiny Two launched with very boring PvP, but their trailer made PvP look amazing. So I'm not ready. I'm not ready to say that this is a triumph just yet but if you want to position Halo in the best way possible to be successful this year this is how you do it this you bank on multiplayer there's no way the story and the combat and the campaign are going to do enough to convince people that Halo is revolutionary from everything we've heard internally from 343 the campaign will not be revolutionary. The graphics will not be revolutionary. So, what do you do? You bank on what got Halo where it is today. The only reason people are debating Halo and debating if it'll ever be good again is because the because the multiplayer. The multiplayer is the main reason that this game became a a worldwide known game it, it got its prestige and its renown and its presence in esports because of its pvp and so this to me is the right call from the bottom to the top the trailer the artwork the free to play i really want to find a campaign trailer um i really 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 want to find a campaign trailer um halo uh, what are they even calling it halo infinite campaign trailer i can't find it anywhere there's this one from game clips but it's probably this is probably not going to be 4k we'll see you put the link to the 4k trailer in discord all right hang on a second because i only i got a screenshot for the thumbnail i got a screenshot last night i had to re-watch their showcase to even find the dadgum thing you got a 4k you got a 4K one in the Discord? Hang on a second. Where'd you put it? All right, general chat. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Kaganeko. Uh, um, um, okay. Hang on. I'm in the wrong. I was touching. I was touching the wrong mouse. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Let's loop it. Let's make sure it's not on auto. Okay. Now, in addition to the multiplayer, okay. In addition to the multiplayer, I thought this campaign trailer put the game into a much better spot. Okay, I do. I felt like this campaign put this trailer put the campaign in a much better spot. Number one, obviously, I think the visuals are on point. I think it's a little bit easier 
we've talked we talked about this last week i think historically speaking the reason halo wowed everybody is because instead of trying to make a person look realistic they put him in a suit of armor and so they didn't have to worry about making his face look good or his body look good the armor helped with a lot of that okay so this cinematic is a little bit of a cheat it's easy to put him in a metallic area and have him grab that and then get everybody excited with good lighting i mean the lighting and textures in these sequences are great it really really is so it's a bit of a cheat because the main reason people were sort of like eh halo doesn't look that good was because in the open world area it looked a little bland it looked a little drab i think these environments it's a little easier to show off textures lighting and get you excited However, that's not the only thing they show. They show him talking to a new AI who apparently he instructed to have her delete Cortana, which that seems like a pretty big deal, you know. And and we get a really really good look at the armor here. He's got all kind of wear and tear and cuts and scrapes. It's a great juxtaposition against the AI. She's like, you know, perfectly you know, everything's perfect on her, right? Her skin, her little outfit, she's like b- glowing white, and he's all dark and like gritty feeling. It's a really, really good scene, I think. And they did a really good job with her mocap, her emotions, her facial expressions. This does seem to be like a giant step up for the story. With respect to it seems serious, it has a good tone. For fans of the franchise, there's some pretty significant things going on. It's cutscenes. Well, we know, we know from the first gameplay showing last year, they can go right from a cutscene to gameplay pretty seamlessly, and his armor looked pretty dope when they did that. The real dilemma that they got into last year was, as soon as he started moving around, it was like, Everything everything ended up looking terrible. Did I have this on a loop? I did. My gosh, that's obnoxious at the end. Um, the AI is called the weapon. Really? The Halo 5 story ruiner? Right. Always been a big Halo... Always been a Halo fanboy. This is going to be a day one purchase for me from the beginning. Listen, I I have always enjoyed Halo. I've never been a Halo fanboy. I've always enjoyed Halo. And the biggest, my biggest concern was, my biggest concern was long term, you know, they were going to set themselves up here to be, you know, a, a failure. It was like they had focused on all the wrong things, you know. They had focused on all the wrong things. They had... They had when when I started reading their pressers and their or their blogs, I'm sorry, and their blogs were like focusing on um, weather and day night cycles and stuff, and they talked about how the grapple jack was 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 significant and really hard to add to the mobility and the movement in the areas. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how dated is your game gonna feel? You know, we want thick Cortana back. Didn't they make her, like, crazy, like, buxom and, like, all busty in Halo 5? Was it Halo 5 where they did that to her? I remember seeing a scene once, and I was like, that's kind of obnoxious. She's an AI, right? Like, obviously, this AI, they've they've gone a little... They've gone in a slightly different direction. It's not really the focus. Um, the other one... Oh, was it 4 where they did that? I remember I saw gameplay footage and I was like, that seems a little overdone. Like, (laughs) 
that seems a little silly. Like, she's an AI. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, her chesticles were bigger than her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo 5 is when she put clothes on. Oh, okay. That's maybe that's what I'm remembering is people comparing Halo 4 to 5 and being upset. Um, again, I, I like, I, I've rewatched this a couple of times. I think they do such a good job with her face. Um, if they can trans if they can translate what he looks like here and what she looks like into gameplay right i i think i think they've got i think they've got a winner on their hands you know what i'm saying nothing wrong with a busty ai it just feels so cliche it just feels so cliche to be like come play a video game and be the hero and like every woman you interact with belongs on a Victoria's Secret runway like I don't know I've, I have always felt I have always felt like it's so overdone and so cliche it's like what, what, what world are we living in here where, where what world is this <laughs> It's over for Sony Xbox One this generation. I it, I'm not sure what conversation you're having, but the PS5 is outselling the the Xbox Series X two to one. Now that could come down to supply issues, okay? But Microsoft is not competing at a console sales rate. Microsoft is trying to get people in their subscription funnel. They're not even fighting the same battle. You know what I mean? It's like, at this point, at this point, comparing Microsoft and Sony as if they're in some kind of a competition, which at some level they are in a competition. They are. But, it's kind of like, thanks, bud. Did you like yours? Yeah. Um, I worked, I worked over the weekend, and so my daughter is so thoughtful, like, painfully thoughtful. She's like her mom. Like, I'm not the guy that remembers to get people cards and thank you cards. So my daughter made me a card last night because I worked over the weekend, and I think she wanted to say, you know, that she missed me and appreciated me working. She made me a little card this morning, and she cut out uh, all these hearts, you know what I mean? And so I took two of them and wrote little things back to the kiddos this morning. Uh, to say to say thanks, but I, I had to I had to make sure and, and make one for him. I couldn't leave him out. So you approve of hot Cortana? Uh, you can you can go on go on Pixlexia. We we would all love more detail about that. <laughs> but I I get what you're saying. Like you find women attractive, you're okay with it. I mean I find women attractive, and I'm not against it. I just always see it, and I kind of roll my eyes at it. I'm like, here we go again. Like, they'll promote a video game, and there's some guy that's like, oh, yeah, and he has a big, huge sword and all this armor. Some woman comes strutting out. She's wearing dental floss, and she's got a sword, too. I'm like, I don't understand. What just happened? You know what I'm saying? It just ends up feeling like you're attempting to appeal to the to, to the most animalistic instinctive part of me you're not trying to appeal to my sense of like is the game good is the gameplay good is the story good you're being like no 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 we got booba like and that's all I you know that's all you need to I guess what like get people to watch your TV show or play your video game it's like come on like you know See, do you do you, you know what I'm saying? If that's all they're gonna appeal to, come on, there's more to you than that, right? 
plenty of ugly in real life, so I appreciate my escapism. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. All right, Pixlexia. You obviously got everybody's attention with what you said. We were like, oh. <laughs> but, but, you make a valid point, you know? You make a valid point. <laughs> Uh, great video games should be a fantasy I'm still waiting for that experience that makes me want to buy an S right I mean that's the big question right if you're going to compare it would be like okay it would be like saying Netflix is competing with Samsung televisions at this point right Sony is attempting to sell hardware, get you on their hardware, get you for all their exclusive stuff to their hardware, right? So it's like, you gotta buy this Samsung television. It comes with this, and it comes with this. And sure, there are services for movies and TV shows and stuff. And Netflix is like, well, we're not really interested in in selling hardware. We're trying to get you in our subscription. We're trying to get you in our subscription funnel. Like, Microsoft and Sony's approach to capturing users and getting users is just... Is they're, they're, they're completely and utterly different. They're not the same at all. And to be fair, to be fair, I am not a Microsoft fanboy, but I have said for the last two years that Microsoft is a sleeping giant. I think Microsoft has the right game plan and the right approach. I think they're a sleeping giant. I think they're going to emerge from the water like Gojira in a couple of years and they will be and have a larger user base than Sony I, th- I believe that I think it's going to happen does that mean Sony's off the table no does that mean Sony is not an absolute force to be reckoned with in the industry no they'll still be amazing the PlayStation the PlayStation 5 will still be one of the best pieces of hardware you can own they will have so many customers that's not changing overnight that's not changing overnight I made sure to do one for her, and I was like, I better make one for him. Because she, she cut them all out for me. So. Yeah. Um, I feel like Microsoft keeps stepping on themselves. You'll have to elaborate what you mean. But I do. No, I believe, I believe that in four or five years, you're going to turn around, and Microsoft will have a larger consumer base. I think they're making all the right moves. I'm telling you what, Microsoft gets the PC community to embrace and enjoy Game Pass, and the war is over. The war is over. It's a such that consumer base is insane in size and scope, and it grows. It's growing. The PC gaming community is growing at a rate that is absolutely unbelievable. It's unbelievable the rate that it's growing at. So it, it's going to take time. It's going to take time because Eugene is pointing out something that is correct. Reselling old experiences through subs and creating mediocre new stuff, admittedly a little biased, but still waiting for a reason to buy their tech. That's right. It's going to I actually, no, I actually agree with that. I think it's going to take a while. I do. I think, I think this is this. Do you want, do you want to know what it is? Do you want to know what the bridge is, Eugene? I'll tell you what the bridge and the catalyst is. It's Bethesda. I think it's Bethesda. They snagged Bethesda because they know what some of their titles mean long term. You start only being able to get Doom, the next Doom, the next Fallout, and the next Elder Scrolls on Microsoft's platform, and that's going to move. That's going to move people. You, you, You do something with Elder Scrolls or Fallout or Doom, and they can get it on PC. 
and they can get all the love on Game Pass, I'm going to tell you what, that's going to be a big, big industry shakeup. They they set their sights, they set their sights on Bethesda for a freaking reason. They set their sights on Bethesda for a reason. So they're playing the freaking long game. They're playing the long game. I know you don't have faith in Bethesda, but I'm telling you, those titles will move the industry. They will. Doomfall and Elder Scrolls aren't all that. You're talking about Elder Scrolls 6. Okay? You're talking about Skyrim's essentially the the sequel, the continuing. Come on. Come on. Skyrim is one of the most popular and praised games in the history of video games. And the next one might only be available on the Microsoft platform. You don't think that's a big industry move. I don't know what game you're looking at. Doom, smaller portion of the community in the gaming world, sure. Fallout, Fallout is, uh, Fallout's been doing good things with 76. They've really turned that around. You do a Fallout sequel, I'm telling you, you see a trailer for Fallout 5 and you can only get it on a Microsoft platform, it's going to be a big deal. Can Starfield be purchased through Windows to play on PC? Yeah, 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 yeah. Starfield, uh, Starfield is gonna be, uh, PC as well, yes. Telling you, Microsoft's a sleeping giant. They've been a sleeping giant for two or three years. They put this plan in place, like, three years ago. Elder Scrolls games are rarely connected. Well, you know what I'm saying. It's not going to be like a sequel to Skyrim, but in in people's minds, that's what it is, homie. That's what it is. It'll be on Steam. (laughs) No, it won't. If it's on Steam, you're gonna. It's still gonna be on the backbone of Microsoft's uh, services. No. You think, as as 30 and so gaming is saying, you think they drop $7 billion to buy Bethesda and they're going to be letting any of those properties land anywhere else? You're freaking kidding yourself. They bought Bethesda because they want Bethesda. They're not going to be like, yeah, we spent $7 billion on Bethesda, but it's fine. Fallout 5 and the next Doom and Elder Scrolls 6, that's fine. We, it can be in other places. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I am not a Microsoft fanboy, but yeah, you're saying you're saying I should buy Microsoft stock? I'm telling you. Watch Microsoft over the next five years. Watch them. They've already, they've already, look at their Game Pass numbers. In January, what was the, what was the number in January? 18 million? So there were 18 million Game Pass members, right? Game Pass subscriber count 23 million as of April 20th so that's two months ago we don't have an updated count two months ago 23 million so January was 18 million they increased their subscriber count by 5 million in three months I just don't see combining a dev that has a history of mismanagement with a publisher with a history of dev mismanagement. I think it's a. I don't think it's a recipe for success. I mean, I could certainly see skepticism being being 
uh, uh, the right. <laughs> I can see the right. I, I can see that being the right take. Like I don't know, man. Microsoft doesn't have the greatest history here, neither does Bethesda. PlayStation are just going to copy Xbox. Well, okay. Granted, they will probably do similar things. Sony has already said it has its own ideas about how they want to do cloud gaming. They're going to have their own cloud gaming uh, solution. And they are trying to do more. They are trying to do more with their PS Plus, right? Oh, Patrick, I missed your tip. I'm so sorry, Patrick. You're always so faithful with, with those tips. A $5 tip from Patrick Davis says, I gave my cousin my old X, uh, my old One X. I'm slowly converting him to Xbox. Thanks for the five spot, man. I'm sorry I didn't call that out. That was like four minutes ago. Um, and by the way, if you're new here this morning, thank you for being here. We did E3 coverage over the weekend. Monday through Friday, I do a talk show just like this. We debate, we discuss. It's respectful. It's enjoyable. It's also safe for work. A lot of people treat this channel like gaming radio. They throw me on in the background, all right? <clears throat> If you want to talk in chat, you need to be a subscriber. That also helps support me. It helps ensure that you don't miss out on the content. Hit subscribe. Set your bell button to all. We'll be covering all kind of stuff this week. We will be watching the Halo multiplayer overview today together. You don't have to watch it anywhere else. You can hang out here. We'll be breaking it down. So make sure and stick around for the duration of the morning. You've not missed my talk yet about why I think Halo Infinite finally looks good. Um, I wish we had a better place to watch the... Uh, the campaign trailer so we didn't get flashed with a big yellow screen at the end, but I can't find a 4K version anywhere. Um, <clears throat> so, consider hitting subscribe. We also do live Q&A. We do live Q&A, and we might be doing that later. You gotta be a member if you wanna do Q&A. Uh, paid membership start at $5 a month. It gets you a badge and emotes in our live chat, and it gets you increased access in our Discord. Coyote with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for the daily content. Thank you for the daily support. I appreciate that. I'm trying to think of a, of a good... What would be a good poll about this, right? My weekend was great, dude. We, we had a great time. Uh, Halo Infinite... E3 2021 did the two trailers um change your mind at all um we'll just do yes or no let's see here I need a link uh I'm curious what you guys think uh, still no release date concerning for you? No, yeah, that's one aspect. Yep, that is one aspect that's a little concerning. They keep saying hey, uh, they keep saying holiday. They keep saying holiday uh, of this year, 2021, right? So, Halo Infinite E3 2021. Did the two trailers change your mind at all? Poll, and we'll just do yes or no. I'm curious, if you went into it... Uh, and then I'll do why or why not. Why or why not. Uh, and then I'm going to do a comment. Uh, discussing both live and watching the Halo Infinite multiplayer overview later together. 
All right, comment, and then I'll pin that at the top. There you go. We got a brand new poll for you guys to take. If you want to use the poll command, get over there. Um, Is that a 4K version of the trailer, Atwood? I need a 4K version of the trailer that doesn't get all stupid at the end with like a, ye- a big, bright yellow screen. Um, I can't see the quality options until the dadgum thing finishes its little ad how do all these companies no this is front loaded with some dude talking that's a 10 minute video no thank you I need a trailer that's not a trailer agent Atwood that's a 10 minute video with a guy talking and a stage and everything else that is that is that is no good though Joseph Staten being back is good alone Hey, if you guys haven't pressed like this morning, consider doing that for the video. It does help the video and my channel. If we could get 50 more likes, it'd roll us over to six, uh, 300. It would roll us over to 300. Um, okay. Is that one? Alright, hang on, hang on. Let's see if we can find a 4K version of the trailer that just can be looped without a bunch of nonsense at the end. There you go. Thank you, Agent Atwood. That's perfect. That's perfect. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh... All right, we've gotten 37 votes on the poll. If you haven't taken our poll yet, we want to hear from you. Halo Infinite E3 2021. Did the two trailers change your mind at all? Why or why not? Plenty of comments already on there. Plenty of comments. Already on there. Okay. Let me... Let's change the the story trailer that we're watching to the one that he just sent me. No, 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 no. Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is the one. Are we going to loop this one? And we won't we don't want it to be on auto 4K. We want it to be on permanent 4K. There we go. So we can let this loop and we won't get splashed in the face with some big bright yellow screen. Yeah, 11 Eastern we'll be watching the multiplayer overview. We'll be watching that today. Upgraded from hot garbage to meh. Oh, Eugene. Eugene is so tough. He's so tough. It's hard to convince, you know. Can't convince him. Hey, thank you for all the new subs this morning. I appreciate you guys supporting the channel with a subscription. Appreciate that very, very much. Also, we appreciate people who support the Shorts channel. Uh, If you guys don't support the Shorts channel, if you prefer... Uh, shorter videos we have a channel that is that we, the dot com is still not working I'm not sure what happened um, every every other dot com we converted is working but that one's not I have creature if you could take a look at it I'm not sure why that one's not working what is it pacific time uh, one hour and 15 minutes from now ADJC 
one hour and 15 minutes from now wherever you are in the world let's just do that whether you're pacific or british standard her majesty standard uh australian time you know kangaroo time you know tea time it's an hour and 15 minutes from now that is when uh that is when it is <laughs> uh, why is Lono watching trailers at 4k his monitor is only 2k and we're only 1080 do I are you are those genuine questions do you need to explain to you how that works how how I can look at an image at a higher resolution than my monitor or stream and it'll look better does it do you seriously do I are you joking around like you can watch a 1080 stream and I can show you a 1080 video and then show you a 4K video and the 4K video will look more crisp. It, it, that's, I don't, I, I can't get into the technical reasons, but it's true. It looks better when you do that. <clears throat> that's not how that works. Yeah, if I watch a 4K trailer on a four, on my 1440 monitor, it looks better. It 100% looks better. If your monitor is 2K, then it's 2K. No, no. I stream at 60 frames per second. And if I show you a game at 60 and then show you a game at 120, you will actually notice a difference. You'll notice a difference in the frame rate. Even though the stream is capped at 60, you'll notice the fluidity difference. It, I, I, I can see it myself. When I look at, when I go back and watch the streams and we've watched videos at 1080 versus 4K, it looks better on the stream. Someone doesn't understand compression and it's not Lono? Yeah. I can't give you the technical reason, but it looks better. You'll notice it, but we don't. Frame rate and resolution are two different things. But if I... Okay. I am not... I am not the technical guy here, but if I show you right now... 1080 footage of this trailer and then I show you the 4K footage of the trailer you will see a difference there's no way you won't it, it's a crisper image Look, I'll drop it I'll drop it to 1080 right now it already yeah there's I can I can already see a difference I mean I'm on a, I'm on a 1440 monitor so I'll put it on 1440 and compare that with it with with the 4K. Can you link the official live stream? I uh it's on the Halo channel. Obviously, I'm not going I'm not going to sit here and give you links to leave. The multiplayer trailer looked great, but the campaign had me kind of worried. After everything that went on in Halo 5 with Cortana going rogue, the Guardians AI pledging allegiance to her ETC they open this one up with or okay Cortana's deleted by the way there's a difference between 1080 and 4k but if your monitor is only 2k then you cannot view anything higher than 2k yeah I, I I 
Lono isn't saying that his monitor is broadcasting us in 4K. All he's saying is that it looks better. Not his monitor is broadcasting better. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I, ju- I just switched it from 1440 to 4K and I noticed a difference. It looks better. It's crisper. There's a sharpness to the image that went up when I changed the resolution on on YouTube. Is there a way for me to turn that off? Or the, what are those? What are those at the end? Are those annotations? Those are end cards. Is there a way to turn those off from showing up? No, there's no way to turn that off. Huh. Okay, we can run the multiplayer one. 4K times compression is better than 2K times compression. Compression takes the detail available and it compresses. The more data you have to compress, the better. Right. Right. Is that the technical reason why it looks better? Whoever is watching this on their 1440 monitor can test this themselves. Lono isn't... Yeah, 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 yeah. I can even tell when I'm on mobile. Yeah, I I don't know. I've been doing this a really, really long time. And whenever you take the resolution as high as it can go on a YouTube video, it looks way better for the people watching at home, even though I'm only streaming at 1080. What the person just said about compression is correct. And that would be why 4K looks better than 1440, even though my monitor is 1440. More than likely because YouTube's playing it. Now, if I downloaded the raw native files... And played them back to back. I don't. Maybe I wouldn't see as big of a difference. It might have something to do with the fact that, like, playing it on YouTube and bumping it up to 4K, everything looks more sharp because because of the way that the player and the compression of YouTube works. I don't know. I like I said, I'm not. The, I'm not. A, I'm not the technical guy. Let's check on the. Uh, let's check on the poll here. How many votes do we have? We don't even have a hundred votes yet. Are you guys serious right now? Are you serious? You guys don't like polls anymore, huh? We got a poll right now. We're watching the multiplayer trailer and the campaign trailer. Did the two trailers change your mind at all? Why or why not? I guess people are more enjoying just the live chat discussion. Polls were all the raids for like two weeks, and I think they've I think they overstayed. People are like, we don't care about polls anymore, Lono. <laughs> Q&A is simpler. I will say this. I will say this. When we do Q&A later, it's so much simpler because you just submit the question in chat. You don't have to leave. You don't have to go anywhere. I, I, I'm, I'm willing to admit that making you leave the stream to take the poll, they need to come up with a way to do that in the chat. They need, they need a way to have a live streamer weave the poll into the chat so your poll results would hit my community tab but not make you leave the stream. There is something to be said for that. You know what I mean? There, there is something to be said for why, uh, why making you guys leave is 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 not ideal. Um, we may not do them for a while just to keep people in the stream. Um, the poll should have been: Does a 4K source rendered on a 2K screen and a streamed at 1080 service really make a difference? Why or why not? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I've seen polls in YouTube chat before. Oh, really? Is there a way to do it? 
I don't have that trick in my in my bag of YouTube tricks. I wonder if there's a way to do it. Hmm. There's there might be. I wonder if there's like a there's like a feature they're trying out for other for other uh, channels or something. It's probably a Nightbot function. Well, we use Nightbot. We use Nightbot to take your questions, and then your questions hit an Excel spreadsheet, and then I capture the Excel spreadsheet on stream, and it looks really, really clean. It looks really, really nice. Um, we don't. We don't necessarily. Uh, we don't necessarily. Um, I don't know how to do that for a poll on YouTube. I don't know if you can have Nightbot communicating with the poll on YouTube on behalf of a user. You know what I mean? That would be really, really cool if we could. That'd be dope. I highly doubt that, though. Highly doubt it. Um, I think Freeman's on the money. I'm trying to think of a food analogy. When I go to the poll on the phone, it just opens a new page and it minimizes your stream, but the stream is still going. I just click back when I'm done. Oh, that's nice. That You, do, you must have YouTube Premium then, though, because I don't think you can run that stuff in the background. Oh my goodness, Sven, I am so sorry. Sven, you did a tip. I meant to read it and we got caught up in something. Sven with a $10 tip. Great job covering E3 this weekend. Next time, could you please have complete and well thought out and constructed arguments and videos immediately after you see a trailer, please? (laughs) Like, I appreciated that guy's feedback, but like, he got got a very, very light response from me because I was really irritated when I read what he wrote. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I just worked on the weekend and didn't spend time with my family. And Square Enix, a developer that I don't really touch down with, I don't really play a lot of their games, he was like disappointed. I didn't do like in-depth analysis during and after the Square Enix stream. I was like, first and foremost, most of these streams... They went from trailer to trailer to trailer to trailer. Video, 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 video. And then we had a light lull in between the live streams. And usually I was using that to do like reaction videos and stuff like that for my other channels. And it was just like, I I don't know, especially right after a long stream on Sunday. Yeah, I I did three streams yesterday. Three. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me, bro? I was like, there's nothing worse. That, that, that was like the guy the other day that popped into the Discord. He pops in, f- free f- free channel, right? Hops into my free channel in my Discord to tell me that he thinks my, my shorts are too clickbait. I'm like, why don't you take your, your freeloading butt and your sub and get the frick out? <laughs> I didn't say that, though. Because that's not how I feel. Like, you know... 75% of viewership is going to be from people that are not like a like like a, a paying member. So I wasn't going to say that to him because that would get misinterpreted. People are like Lono doesn't like quote unquote freeloaders, and it's like no. But when you hop into my Discord and you're on the free option and you want to get up my nose about clickbait or like my lack of analysis, oh, are you okay? All right, <laughs> sure, sure thing. <laughs> Uh, it takes everything I have not to tell people what I really think you know 
this guy just streamed on the weekend, didn't spend time with his family, totally free content, you know, eight hours on a Sunday. He didn't quite deliver the in-depth analysis that I like, so I'm going to let him know that I felt like Young Yeah and, and Angry Joe did a better job. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh. I don't know how many people cared about what they had to say. Well, listen, I take every piece of feedback and I weigh it and I consider it. And what he said was, I was like, okay, but I was like, my approach to content creation is that we do the in-depth breakdowns and the analysis and the deep dives and the debates later. I've had time to think about it. You've had time to think about it, right? Like the, the, the time, the the time that, that we have on those streams is is so rare. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's rare to have like a window of time for like an in depth dive. It's like well, they're they're literally going from trailer to trailer, from gameplay to gameplay. You know what I mean? And so it's like I we we didn't even have a window of time to do what he wanted. Let alone, it's like. What what kind of a deep dive are we gonna do? We we we, we, we saw trailers. We didn't see anything that significant. It wasn't like when Overwatch announced they were trimming down from six v six to five v five. Well, okay, but we can we can debate this. You know what I mean? Um, Lona, do you read DMs on Twitter, or is there no chance you saw mine this weekend? You had to work E three coverage. You sent me a DM on e- on on Twitter. Um. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were the one that had more info about that game. Um. I mean, I appreciate the offer. I. I mean, I don't. I don't know what you could possibly drop in my lap. Like, if if you want to drop stuff, I just don't want to get anybody in trouble with any kind of NDA. Anything. I also need to be really, really careful. Like, I'm. I like. YouTube, YouTube isn't going to play around if I start putting out information that, I, that that a company doesn't want out there. And I'm like, well, I have an anonymous source. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's one thing for somebody to post that on their website, right? Like their own news website. It's another thing for me to start, um, well, you're just putting it in chat. If I start putting out information about Rainbow Six Extraction that, that they don't want out there, that's really, really risky. Companies will come after you from that. Even though you're giving me the information, if somebody gave me information anonymously right now about Ubisoft's title Battle Cat, and I did a video, Ubisoft can still take the video down and get me in big trouble. They can be like, no, that's our intellectual property. He has no right to talk about that. He has no right to put that out there in the public eye. Now, freedom of the press and anonymous sources and all that, there's a limit. There's a limit on how far you can go with that because if a company wants to go so far as to protect its intellectual property, there's a big difference between like a whistleblower at a company that like anonymously tips off the, you know, the feds about corruption and somebody being like, oh, here's how all the game modes are going to work in this game. And then the company's like, well, we haven't even announced that yet. You can't put that out into the public's eye. You know what I mean? We're just asking, we have to bring value to your shows. I appreciate the offer, Ski. I do. I appreciate the offer. I have to walk a fine line 
there are people 100% committed to my failure. Like they that that's their daily commitment and they'll do it. They'll if I do anything in a stream it's even dancing on a line. You know what I mean? I made mention over the weekend that my Twitter verification got stuck in limbo for multiple weeks and I said that's proof that's proof that somebody pulled a favor. They're just going to leave me in limbo for verification, right? said something over the weekend and miraculously within 24 hours they updated my status you don't think that you think that's pure coincidence pure coincidence that I made mention of the fact that my verification application got stuck in limbo and that that was proof someone called in a favor to get my verification badge taken on Twitter and within 24 hours after waiting like two or three weeks or whatever, twenty-four hours later, I get a response saying they couldn't they couldn't validate my my verification or whatever. I didn't meet their criteria. Why? Because somebody was watching the stream, and that got back to whoever called in the favor, and they said, "Boy, oh boy, you you better you better give him a decision." He's he's caught on to the fact that he's stuck in limbo. They watched a freaking stream every dadgum day. They got somebody in here. Every day they've got somebody in here. So if, if you give me some information that's under NDA and I put it in a video, you better freaking believe they would use their industry pull and their industry insiders to be like, get this guy's channel in trouble. So I can't take the risk. I say anything and it gets back to the people that, that, that tried to hurt me and still continue to. Right? It's a coincidence, Lono. It's gotta be. Yeah. I kept it under my hat long enough I kept it under my hat long enough to know that surely, surely this is proof that my my badge got taken away and now they're not going to let my application through. I'm just going to sit in limbo for an infinitude. I let it sit for an extra week before I said anything because I knew as soon as I said something, it would get back to them and they would push it through as, as a denial. You had it before. How can they claim you don't meet the criteria? Can you appeal? No. No, you can't. You can't. You think it was a coincidence? Yeah. We're rolling out verification requests, so we've got to hit pause on accepting any more while we review the ones we submitted. We'll reopen soon. Yeah, that was that was that was back in June, though. End of May, early June. It was n- it was not a coincidence. No, no, no. Because trust me, Sigmund, I would go to check it, and it would like glitch out. It would like glitch out. It would say, no, you're not verified. Here's more information. And I'd be like, wait, what? I thought I was able to check on my process. So it would show me the wrong link. And I'd have to refresh it two and three times to get it to say, oh, your request is being looked at. They, I'm telling you, they kicked me into some weird limbo state. It was not working properly. And I made mention of it. And 24 hours later, all of a sudden, I get kicked back with a rejection. Give me a friggin' break. Give me a friggin' break. Within 24 hours of me talking about the investigation going forward and me publicizing it, uh, I lost my verification badge. You think that was a coincidence? And then I make mention of my application getting stuck in limbo, and 24 hours later it gets kicked back with a rejection? Give me a friggin' break, bro. Just just watch the Twitter gaming profile and see how much they go back and forth with Destiny content creators and Bungie, and you have your answer. 
<laughs> you have your answer. <clears throat> Weird limbo seat. You like Ohio? <laughs> what else do they need verification for? All they need is if you have an official website, if you have an official email, which I have both of those, and and if uh, reputable news sources have mentioned you in the last six months, right? That's all you need, which I have plenty of that. I have plenty of that. <laughs> but I don't meet their criteria. Exactly 24 hours after I mentioned that my application was stuck in limbo, which... To me, I took as proof positive that somebody pulled a favor. Oh, here's $10. Now do what I say, please. What you talking about? (laughs) Exactly, Eugene. Exactly. Exactly. You think it was a coincidence after everybody in that community complained about, you know, a, a, Lono being verified and all these poor girls weren't verified that like a handful of them suddenly got verified? You think that was a coincidence? <laughs> Get the frick out of here. <laughs> Get the frick out of here. Uh, verified badge doesn't make you interesting or talented, so... <laughs> The forecast call for snowflakes, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about it. I was just genuinely interested. I was pretty confident I'd get rejected when I resubmitted the application. I was confident I wasn't going to get it back. I was just curious what was going to happen. More than anything, I was like, I wonder what they're going to do. Is it going to get immediately denied? Like, bam, just no. (laughs) And that'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, let's open the premiere in another tab. Did that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're watching this in 54 minutes, alright? The multiplayer overview premiere. <clears throat> Confidence in failure, I like that. That's right, Rad. That's right. That's right. Mm-mm. You get the same-ish thing here on YouTube. Well, on YouTube, I think you get your little verified checkmark badge when you hit like 100k subscribers. So that's a that's a freaking lifetime from now. We're not even worried about that. We're not even worried about that, right? <clears throat> E3 schedule. <clears throat> Remaining schedule for anybody interested. So today... Uh, in television, but then take two. Oh, it's just a panel? Oh, gosh. Are we sure we want to stream that? It's just a panel. When is Capcom? Are all These are all shown in Pacific Time, aren't they? Because take two is at 10.15. Capcom, Capcom's too late. I'm not streaming at 5.30. Indie Showcase, Freedom Games. The Take-Two thing is literally just a freaking is just a panel. I don't know. I don't know if that's worth it. I thought it was going to be like an actual presser. Yeah, Nintendo is tomorrow and so is Bandai. We'll do both Nintendo. What time is Bandai tomorrow? 
Bandai. Oh gosh, another late one? I don't know. I don't know if Bandai's even worth covering either. If I'm going to have to work that dadgum late, I'll be sitting down here eating my dinner. As of late, mint chocolate Kit Kats. Those things are made by the devil. <laughs> uh, let's refresh our poll results here. Let's refresh our poll results. Almost 200 results. I'm asking the audience today. I'm asking the audience. I'm saying Halo Infinite E3 2021. Did the two trailers change your mind at all? Why or why not? Did this campaign trailer, did the multiplayer trailer, did it change your mind at all? Why or why not? It's a 60-40 split. More people are saying, yeah, it did. It changed my mind. So that's pretty good. That's a pretty good result. It's a 60-40 split. 60% are saying yes. 40% are saying no out of almost 200 votes. Yeah, and then apparently Microsoft has a follow-up. Uh, Microsoft has a follow-up Xbox game showcase event on Thursday. Uh, I don't know what time of day that is. And people are putting Hellblade in the... Uh, People are putting Hellblade in the um, in the in the in the in the image in the imagery. So I don't know if they're going to talk about Hellblade or not. Apparently, Grub, an insider, uh, he he said something to the effect of like he said something to the effect of like um, they they were going to do a making of. Um, like a making of video for Hellblade 2 but they weren't a 1pm eastern yeah I mean we may just coast we may just kick over and co-stream that then on on uh, on Thursday Ninja Theory is going to be there but probably expect another dev diary finally time to talk Halo huh yeah yeah Changed my mind, no, says Chess Pain, but gave me more confidence in something being put out that isn't doo-doo. Right, right, right. Well, that's a form of changing your mind, right? You got more confidence, your skepticism's lower, you know, you feel better, you're more hopeful, right? Whatever the case may be, whatever the case may be, I mean, that's a version of quote-unquote changing your mind. Uh, so... Multiplayer looks fun, but I didn't see enough campaign to judge. I don't think I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now, they can't bank on the campaign, right? That you can't you can't bank on the campaign because the campaign is, I think, going to be fine. End of the day, I think it'll be fine. I don't think it's going to blow anybody away. I think the fact that it's even going to be a, even maybe considerably a good campaign is because they got Joseph Staten back. Joseph, I've been calling him Joseph Staten for years, so it's so weird to call him Joseph Staten, but that's how they introduced him yesterday. So I'm assuming he told them how to pronounce his name. Um, and I, I'm telling you, he'll be, he'll be the reason it ends up being good. Because this is this is the guy that that put together a two hour supercut. He put together a two hour supercut for for Destiny One that was rejected, and apparently it was like campy and cutscene heavy, and they didn't like it because they wanted to build a live service game. Basically, they wanted to build a game that wasn't going to be 
primarily campaign driven. So they get this guy back. I mean, it, it, this is this. If you're going to have somebody give you a good campaign, I would, I would say a good Halo campaign. They got the right guy. Holiday 2021 with no gameplay shown yet is concerning campaign wise. Joseph Staten to the rescue. Where, where was that? Uh, that is, that is the sm- Sven. Could that screenshot be any thinner? On August 26th of 2020, 343 Industries announced Staten joined the team as campaign project lead for Halo Infinite. 343 Industries later announced that Joseph's role had changed to head creative for Halo Infinite. So they bring Joseph Staten on August last year, around the time that they went through their embarrassing debacle and needing to, like, delay the game. They bring him on, and then almost immediately... Almost immediately, he goes from being over-campaigned to being creative lead. You know what I mean? You're not going to spend time to make another gameplay demo for the campaign. I tend to agree with what Prophet's saying. I, I, I don't. I don't think this was the time to be like, okay, okay, okay. Here's the real campaign gameplay footage. Number one, the difference between them while it would be noticeable I don't think it would be notable do you understand? it wouldn't be notable nobody would walk away from E3 2021 and be like holy moly that looks so much better than last year why? cause that's not (laughs) that's there's not much they can do even if they increase graphics and weather and lighting and shading, it's still going to look like Halo. So they're banking on, and I'm telling you, I said this last week, they're banking on a better gamble. They're banking on multiplayer. You know? Sinos might be onto something, Lono, because they first showcased Halo in July 2020. That suggests they knew the game was in trouble before they put out the showcase. Oh, wow, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. I don't think they got him to come on in, in a month. That Those talks were probably long in development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which makes you wonder. Which makes you wonder, why did they showcase it? I, maybe because it was too little too late. It was like, no, we gotta showcase this. We told people we were gonna showcase today. This has been long awaited. You, you, you guys are gonna have to take this one on the chin. People are gonna mock it, meme it, jeer it, and it'll be a comeback story, you know? Um, that would be the only thought I would have on it is that they they thought this could be a comeback story. If it's if 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 there's ever a time for comeback stories in gaming, well then this is the time to do it because lots of games have pulled it off. They could also be trying to pull a you know a Sonic move. Sonic, you know, the Sonic movie got memed and made fun of and looked terrible. I, I don't know. You don't have to put together a huge cut just to show gameplay? Well, usually the reason that they don't want to do it is they got to take time to wherever the most recent working version of the game is that doesn't have any rough edges. Because a lot of times when they go to do it, there's all these rough edges. They're like, well, yeah, that's you know, they're doing that in post. This hasn't been rendered yet. This isn't ready yet. Yeah, that effect isn't going to even roll on this because this environment's mainly meant to test guns. So, like, they have to go into a complete 
live completed environment everything's got to be working weather enemy ai weapon systems movements lighting all of it's got to be turned on because usually in their testing environments they a lot of that stuff gets turned off and they only focus on what they're working on and so then not only do they have to create that environment they got to do the gameplay record the gameplay and then render it and then ship it to either the marketing division or a marketing company to put together a cut I, I just they probably weren't interested they're like no we're not going to go to all that trouble because the difference between last year and right now is noticeable if you know what you're looking for but it's not going to make people say oh wow the game's completely changed now they banked on strong story with Master Chief at Cortana and then multiplayer gameplay they banked on the two things that were likely to get people excited given the fact that everybody was kind of scratching their heads and concerned so then six months from release they don't have that area I don't know I don't know how it works Eugene I, I, I don't know a lot of the times they do have those areas but they're not ready to record render and ship footage to the public I, I, I again I don't know I, I don't know I'm not saying your skepticism and concern isn't valid it is it does seem really close to launch and not show gameplay maybe they do have gameplay maybe they do have areas they could show that off in and they decided no no it's kind of like redirection right so when you deal with young children and they want to do something and you're like no that's all they focus on okay so right now if they would have shipped more gameplay of the campaign what would we be talking about We'd be talking about, well, let's compare frame to frame, let's compare the shading, let's compare the lighting, and that's not what they want people talking about. They want people talking about the fact that the story seems pretty interesting and the multiplayer looks dope. That's what they want you talking about. It's it's redirection. They want to redirect the conversation away from... Think about all the headlines and videos, right? Halo Infinite E3 2021 showing marginally better than last year. That's not that they don't want that headline. Do you understand what I'm saying? The difference between what they showed last year and what we're probably end up getting is probably something that you're going to notice. You're going to look at it and be like, yeah, I can see the difference. It's not something that is worthy of the, 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 the eyeballs and the viewership and the conversation. They want the conversation to be story is looking pretty good pretty interesting. Holy moly. They want people talking about Master Chief and Cortana and multiplayer if you're going to gamble on halo infinite success you gamble on the multiplayer look at look at the landscape of multiplayer right now free to play gigantic funnels of players microtransactions galore and that's what they've set their sights on is and i said this last week if you're going to gamble on Halo Infinite being a success, I don't think you're banking on the graphical fidelity I don't think you're banking on the campaign I think you're banking on the multiplayer. It's 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 more of a draw. It's got more of a history with with a larger audience. More people continued to play and did all sorts of things with it with the multiplayer. When they could make their own maps, when they had really good ranked playlists, when they got into esports. I don't know. I think it's I think it was the right gamble. I don't think anybody's going to sit down and play the Halo Infinite trailer and say that was absolutely mind-blowing that you know what I'm saying like what I'm experiencing when I'm playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart I don't think you're going to have that experience playing Halo Infinite's campaign 
if it's a good campaign, you'll have Joseph Staten to thank. If it's mediocre, you'll have him to thank that it even friggin' shipped. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Last Halo I played was three. I played campaign in a weekend, traded it back in. The campaign's the only thing I'd consider. And I don't think you're the target audience. I don't think you're the target audience. <laughs> they're making it free, man. I, I think their goal is for this. To, it, they want this to carry the game right here. This is what they want to carry. This They want this to carry the game. Because the campaign can't carry a game. Not long term, it can't. It ain't possible. It, it isn't. <laughs> and, and you just put in chat, Eugene, why the campaign can't carry the game. Bought the game, played the campaign weekend, traded it back in. That's it. That was your engagement with Halo. Right? <laughs> you just gave the reason why. They're like, yeah, multiplayer is the gamble, dude. Let's put our chips on the table and get multiplayer up and running and make it amazing. Let's do it. Let's do it right. Let's get it. Let's get it in a position to compete on the landscape. And here's why they stand a chance. Here's why they stand a chance. In the world of arena shooters, no matter how big some of these fights get, because some of these areas look really, really big and really, really awesome. Even as an arena shooter, both Unreal Tournament and Halo had large maps for you know games like Capture the Flag. But in the world of arena shooters. Who do they have to compete with? What? What? Destiny? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Who else? Who else? There's nobody competing on this landscape right now for anybody's attention. What you have right now is a giant chasm of difference between your smaller, more stripped down tactical shooters, whether it's CSGO or Valorant, okay? And then you have, like, Overwatch 2, obviously, hoping to get its footing, you know, back in the market. And then you got Battle Royales, and then you have Battlefield on the horizon. Battlefield's going to be large-scale, vehicle-driven battles, but in a more traditional shooter environment. So there's nothing, there is nothing on the landscape right now like Halo, except for Destiny. And Destiny's PvP is abysmal. It's abysmal. From the hardcores to the casuals, every time I check Twitter, the dialogue about that game's that game's PvP experience is nothing but negativity. It's 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 a joke. So there's nothing on the landscape even remotely to, to garner people's attention in in this in this environment. I mean, what's what's the I don't want to talk destiny. I don't want to talk Wait. Analytics I have to use analytics population. What the frick? They've changed. Charlemagne's commands are different now. Yeah. 500,000 players yesterday. Out of the million. Out of the million that played yesterday, 900,000 were were PvE and PvP was 500,000. So Halo has no Halo has no competition. And 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 listen, I don't want to get into a big Destiny discussion, but I got news for you. Destiny's PvP community has been dying, has been dying for this. This right here. That's a lot of freaking people. Destiny's been out for a long dadgum time. That is 
hundreds of thousands of people that have been waiting for this that whether whether they want to admit it or not this is what they've been waiting for this right here you got those people you got halo loyalists and then you got people that are like i'm kind of sick of battle royale I'm kind of sick of Call of Duty. I'm kind of sick of traditional shooters. I'll check this out. It's free. Right? No, I don't disagree with you, Eugene. I do not disagree with what you're saying. I think over the years, this is what I've always told people. You just want another Halo. Give me more gunplay. Strip down the space magic. I hate stasis. Blah, 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 blah. They want this. And they haven't gotten it. Halo 5 failed to deliver a PvP experience that anybody wanted to play. Warzone was terrible. This is a return to their roots. This, this when I watched this, I'm like, yeah, that's Halo in 2021. That's what Halo should look like in 2021. I see the classic weapons. I see the classic map feel. I see the vehicles, but I also see speed, chaos, and and new things. Unpopular opinion, Halo multiplayer should have a cost to it. No. Nope. No. Just you watch. Just you watch. You Next year, 2022, I... Everybody does the Destiny's Destiny's gonna die. This game's gonna kill Destiny. I, I that 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 argument is is that that is as stale as bread in the garbage. But next year, <laughs> next year, if this game launches in holiday and the PvP experience is good, Crucible's gonna be a freaking ghost town. Give me a ghost town. More of a ghost town than it is right now. You write that down. Gary, if, if, if this is a success, even a marginal success, oh yeah. That side of the game, that side of the game will hit lower numbers than it's ever hit before. Trust it. Trust it. <clears throat> The story heavily influences the play style of Destiny. Story requires abilities, uh, like how Call of Duty requires good gunplay. Halo has the option for minimal abilities and great gunplay. Yeah, right, right. I'm not a big Halo guy, so help me understand. What's Infinite's PvP going to do that Halo 4s and 5s didn't? We're going to find out in about 30 minutes, my friend. We're going to find out. Let me, let me ask you something. So... CSGO somehow remained popular for years and years and years and years. Why? Because it it continued to deliver and iterate on, you know, what made CSGO great. League of Legends, same deal, right? Sometimes when you stick to what you're good at, it'll, it'll, you, you will be pleasantly surprised at just how, just how solid the response will be. And when I look at this, do you know what I see? I, I see Halo PvP is what I see. I see a classic while infused with chaos and speed and new stuff, I still see at its core a classic Halo PvP experience. And I'm going to tell you right now, that has pull. That has pull. It does. 
there were numbers of ga- there was a handful of games that came out that mimicked a lot of what Halo's uh, multiplayer felt like. There were even some of those little Halo things that they did m- most recently. And boy, oh boy, I mean, p- people people were excited. People were very very excited to play and to watch. Halo has pull. We're look the the reason the reason we're even talking about this the reason they got Joseph Staten back the reason they delayed the game the reason it made headlines is because Halo has pull. Look at okay look at Call of Duty let let's leave this let's leave Halo off the table for just a second look at what Call of Duty has done what they do. They went back to their roots while adding what people are hoping to have right now, which is a nice, large-scale Battle Royale experience. And Call of Duty Warzone is one of the most popular games in the world right now. Call of Duty returned to its core competencies, infused it with new, and they have a winning, a winning formula right now. Call of Duty, after all these years, somehow recaptured everyone's love. Halo can do the same thing. Halo can do the same thing. The king can return to being the leader of arena shooters. 100% can be can be considered that again. There's nobody doing this right now. Nobody. Battlefield 2042 is a giant question mark for me right now. It could be white noise. It could fail to get off the ground because of the price point. People could be like, I'm sick of modern shooter big giant battles. I'm sick of it. I've been playing these games for how many years? This here could feel fresh and new and it's free. I'll say this about Halo as compared to other games like CSGO and D2. It feels sluggish. If I play D2, swap to Halo 5 and play PvP, even running feels like I'm just walking and things feel heavy. Hoping Infinite lightens up on the speed. Otherwise, it might lose. No, 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 no. This is a great point, Bleep. That is one of my things I'm curious about. Game speed for me is important. And here's why. If they go too far in one direction, they're going to suffer the fate that you're talking about. People are going to be like, I feel like I'm running in cement. If they go too far in the other direction, people are going to be like, this isn't Halo. What is this? We're too fast. I don't know. I wonder if they're even going to address that today. We're going to watch the premiere in 30 minutes. So feel free to hit subscribe and the bell button if you like my coverage of both gaming news, Halo, or these conversations that we're having. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. A lot of people throw me on during the week, and they treat me like gaming radio. So it really supports me if you hit subscribe and then that bell button and show up throughout the week for these discussions. You do have to be a subscriber to talk in chat. That doesn't cost anything. Subscribing is free. We do live Q&A. We do. We'll, we'll probably be doing that later today, and that is something you need to be a paying member for, but everything else, you just need to be a subscriber for. What event is this? It is the Halo Infinite Multiplayer Overview. Please announce cheat detection implementation. That's the other question mark, since this is going to be on, on console and PC, right? Is What, what do you guys have planned for uh, what do you have planned for for cheat? For cheating, everybody's gonna be in the same bucket. Everybody's gonna be in the same in the same place, you know. You want that speed edge? Fight for it. Yeah. Are they showing gameplay today? I would assume. <laughs> I would assume that this overview is gonna get pretty in depth. 
not worry about cheat detection because of custom games you should be worried about cheat detection you should be there's one big giant word that should have you worried about cheat detection and that word is free Halo Infinite multiplayer is free to play that should immediately set off little radars like you better have cheat detection you better have cheat detection (laughs) you got no barrier between people just coming in and playing again now making accounts with Microsoft and and running through their and running through their processes is a little bit more involved than Steam okay so they might already have some intrinsic sort of like protection laden you know setups Battlefield 2042 drops October 22nd. If you pre-order and buy the 100 or the $120 version, I believe you can start playing on October the 15th. So Battlefield 2042's official launch date is October the 22nd, but you get seven days of early access to the game if you buy the, the, the non-standard, like the uptick editions. I really don't know. I really, really have no idea what that, <laughs> where that game is going to go. No one knows because I, <laughs> it's, there's a giant price tag in between you and Battlefield uh, 2042. Is a, there is a big giant price tag between you and that game. Microsoft could probably also ban your Windows key. So get a new game requires a new OS. That is true. Like, Microsoft being attached to Halo as a way of you playing for free, I'm telling you right now, it isn't going to be nearly as easy to be like, oh, I got banned, time to switch my VPN and get a new Steam account. It ain't going to be that simple. It it is not. Why do I feel like The Forge will be a microtransaction marketplace for Microsoft? Ah, yeah, just settle down. Could be cosmetically driven. Could be cosmetically driven. $60 $60 is too much for a game I haven't uh, paid over that I haven't paid over that ever what the frick are you trying to say anyone else agree they're just using fake marketing to upsell I, I'm not I don't know banning a key and needing an active key to play would be perfect yeah, yeah. you want to get somebody in big big trouble all of a sudden their mom and dad can't use their machine because their windows key has been deactivated <laughs> Yeah, dude. It's 70 on the next-gen consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 on PC and current gen, and old-gen. It's si- Battlefield uh, 2042 is 60 on PC and, and old-gen. 70 on new-gen. Battlefield's the most expensive and heavily monetized multiplayer game. Uh, multiplayer-only game I can recall maybe ever. Yeah. Did you hear about the Final Fantasy M&M game demo? Uh, it didn't work at all last night. Oh no. The guy was like, I'm here to kill chaos. <laughs> no matter what happens, I have to kill chaos. I was like, settle down, homie. <laughs> just, we hear you. Yeah, 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 dude. The real Slim Shady is here, and he is here to kill chaos. Yeah, that was a, that was great. Battlefield 2042 trailer did bonkers numbers. People are pretty hyped for it, uh, even now myself included. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now, Weezy. That gameplay trailer was awesome. And they have a giant. They have a giant player base. I don't think Battlefield 2042, I think it'll be a commercial success. 
I think the biggest dilemma for Battlefield 2042 is the initial funnel will be mostly, mostly fan-based loyalists. And what does that funnel look like three and four months down the road once they're into their seasons? That, I don't know, man. I don't think it will, I don't, it's not going to flop. I think it'll be a commercial success, mainly because they have such a, a, a loyal fan base. But I don't know, long term, how do you keep that funnel full? You got all these, pri- you have all these pricing structures in between the players and the new stuff. Oh, you want that new specialist? Gotta be, a, gotta have the season. Map changes? Gotta have the season. Ooh. <laughs> how many people buy? How many people buy the $60 version or the $70 version? And when the next season rolls out, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to pay for that. I don't want to pay for that. And then what's that do to your player base? Are you going to fragment your player base? Are the map updates going to be free, but the specialists are going to be a part? I, you see what I'm saying? What am I paying for in the season then? You start fragmenting your player base three or four months in. Oh gosh, that game's dead in the water if they do that. That game is dead in the water. If you got to own the season to play with people who own the season because the map changes, that you've just murdered your game. The maps are free. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to have complaints about pay to win. <laughs> Get ready, because you gotta oh, you gotta own the season to own the specialists. People are gonna claim it's pay to win. That's like buying a gun. <clears throat> so maps being free, okay. You're not fragmenting your player base. You're gonna frustrate your player base. <laughs> Three or four months in, you start dying to some specialists. Specialists are free not what that's not what they said have they already no 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 that's not what they said they said the seasons and the battle pass you get they come they come with the specialists so they're now they're saying you can earn the specialists yeah they made they certainly the marketing certainly made it seem like you had to pay for the season to get the specialists. That's what the marketing made it seem like. So do I get early access to the specialists if I buy the season and you gotta earn it? Is it gonna be like the uh, um, like how Destiny does the exotics? So what do I get the specialist day one and you gotta like grind it out for a week or two? I'm wondering if that's how they're gonna do it. Sorry, make the specialist doo-doo. I should be the change I want to see in the world. <laughs> You're so dumb, Zubair. I think Battlefield really is too high and mighty. Pricing structure like that just isn't for all. Only diehard fans will play. Rip a healthy player base. I think that's my biggest concern is you're going to have to discount the game every time a season comes out because you're going to want to get people back in the funnel. I'll bet you $100, all the new maps are free, and they'll be free for the rest of the Battlefield games to come. The Battle Pass will be part of the 300-plus different cosmetics on the trailer. 
Some will be earned and more will be a paid part. The specialists are for sure going to be free. They will never make the Battlefield 2 mistake. I'm willing to bet $100 tip. Hang on. Wheezy's got the screenshot for me. All right, hang on. There are two options. Um, Okay, there are the two above options available for players to choose from. First things first, let's assuage those worries a bit. There is no content locked from the free battle pass option. What we mean by that is there is no meaningful content that is tucked away behind a paywall. That means all players get the same maps, the same specialists, the same weapons, the same everything. So then what's the point? You may be asking. Glad you're still with us, dear reader. Okay, okay. So they're saying it's not locked from the free pass option. So that again tells me they're probably going to make you earn it on the free track, and if you pay, you get it right away. Right? I can't see them not doing that with the specialists. You get the specialist early if you buy the battle pass, and if you don't, you gotta earn him on the free track. That seems like just... I don't know. That feels like a groove that ever anybody anybody in their marketing department would fall into. Uh, do we need this? Um I mean, we could we could try it and then switch the title. I don't know what the what the I don't know what the volume is. The volume was better on what I went with, Halo Infinite Trailer E3. I don't know what what the multiplayer overview traffic looks like we could switch just so we're in the funnel or just so we stand out in the search results I've not even checked what our suggested is today um, yeah we could switch thumb at least for the for the for the hour that we're we're sitting here not the title just a thumb yeah yeah if you want to switch the thumb go right ahead it'll probably help those thumbs those thumbs were crushing it over the weekend we're having an amazing day right now. We're having a 25 suggested and a 12% search. So if we're getting that kind of suggested, then that thumb might even pop even more, especially in the next 18 minutes. So a lot of new folks here today. Thank you so much. That suggested ratio is insane. Um, Be sure to click subscribe and the bell button if you like this style of content. We do a talk show Monday through Friday in the morning, and we do gameplay in the afternoons. So you get a lot of different type of content here. When you hit subscribe and the bell button, it supports me, but it ensures that you won't miss the content. I am basically like a gaming radio show you can keep on in the background. There's almost never any dead air, and I'm safe for work. You don't have to worry about the kind of language I'm going to be using, so thank you so much for being here. So, we appreciate you guys so, so much. We are watching this premiere in 18 minutes. We'll be breaking it down after the fact. We do have a poll running right now if you want to take our poll. The poll asks a very simple question. Halo Infinite E3 2021. Do the two trailers change your mind at all? Why or why not? It's currently a 60-40 split. And then we'll be watching this and getting your feedback. We may even be covering this again tomorrow, uh, given just there is so much of a focus right now on halo i might do a breakdown tomorrow of multiplayer i do have a planned talk today my planned talk is as the title and the previous thumbnail states halo infinite finally looks good and i want to talk about why i think that i've not gone through my talk every day i stream we have something like this typed up for a nice little rundown if you prefer shorter content 
use our shorts channel for all of my uploads they're four to six minute uploads they're really really short gaming news trailer reactions use the shorts command and support the shorts channel if you prefer shorter content that isn't a big long live stream we're trying to offer the various content types that people enjoy on youtube some people enjoy the uh the shorter videos they're not really looking for a live stream and that's why we have the shorts channel we have three hubs of content for you now this is sntr presents we have sntr shorts and sntr gaming sntr gaming will be getting content very soon again we used to live stream gameplay over there but we started doing the gameplay here we'll start doing indie titles over there as well as those friday night streams with hilly so make sure you support all three channels in the ways that are best uh, for you and the type of content that you enjoy the most. But I, I want to make sure I take a quick break before we watch this. So in 16 minutes, we're going to watch this together. We appreciate you guys so, so much being here. Uh, click the like button. Roll those likes over. If you haven't rolled the likes over yet, please do that. And I'm going to hit some ads and I'll be right back. I got to use the restroom. You guys are the best. Support the channel in all the ways that you can see down here, all these commands, and I'll be right back.
Let's talk about hot Cortana again. <laughs> also, should I update my profile picture? It's kind of old and I've done a lot more artwork since. Yeah, maybe. I'm like, this is like a weird thing as a streamer. Like, I like the profile pictures where like, and everybody's comfort level is different. But I like when it's somebody's like face. Because like, you guys get to look at me and see what I look like all day. And I'm always like interested like in what people look like. I don't know. It's one of those things where I've had people come up to me and they're like, hey, you know, because they know you, they, they recognize me or whatever. And then I'm like, uh, because they look at you with all this familiarity. I'm like, I don't have a clue like who you are, you know, but they look at me with all this you know, familiarity, because they know they look at my face, my dumb face every day. So, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing. What kind of moron would use their real name and <laughs> picture? <laughs> uh, uh, the most are pretty enough uh, for profile pics. Yeah, yeah, UK Stobbs has got his. That's right, that's right. It's good name recognition practice. Put a name with a face. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to feed pics, just ask. No, 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 no. I actually, we got, we got, we obviously. Th- this is this is gaming. This is YouTube. So we have a very high ratio of dudes that watch the channel every day. So it is nice. It is nice when uh, when the ladies show up. It's like, oh, we're not. It's not a complete and utter dude bro fest in here. <laughs> you know, like there, heavy metal mama. You know, we've. It is nice. It's uh, it adds it adds a different air to you know the chat and the discussions. As long as everybody behaves themselves, then yeah, it's nice. It's not a do bro fest. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> but obviously, you know, you take you take one look at me, and it's like, yeah, I I know who I appeal to for the most part. <laughs> uh. I want to be known by my art uh, more than anything else. I guess I'm weird that way. That's not necessarily the the case, though. That's not weird. No. If that's why you have an account and a presence and a name, you know. I'm here lurking. Thanks for being here, Quiet Shy Girl. What's the last three female view percentage? The last 30? I think we're I think we're in like the 2% here. 2 to 3%. I don't even know. Where do, where do you go to see that? What is it? The audience tab? Uh, if I go to the audience tab, scroll way down here. Oh, no. Uh, 3.5. We are a 3.5 on the, uh, as far as the amount of uh, females that watch the content. 3.5 in the last 28 days. So, not a, that's not a terrible percentage, but it's also, you know, pretty small. Nothing I can do about it. It's just the, it's just the nature of things. <clears throat> hope you're doing well I'm doing great I'm doing great I think our peak was 3.9 lifetime yeah 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 Mm-mm. people have been asking if I'm gonna be covering um, Capcom I'm not I'm not it's too late in the day I gave you guys a lot of my weekend I can't give you my evening I get on the phone with Creature and we brainstorm and strategize on a lot of things 
for both next day as well as the other channels and uh yeah I can't it just doesn't work being on that late it would have to be a pretty big uh developer and Capcom just doesn't line up with a lot of what I play and cover and I'm into you know what I mean we're seeing some more Halo stuff yeah yeah like 7 minutes you killed on the weekend thank you I appreciate that quad that's my face by the way I had no idea that uh, Morgan Freeman you know supported my content that's amazing do you brainstorm for your brainstorms yeah sometimes sometimes quick thoughts on the dark knight thank you for the 10 spot mythrax what are you what are you talking about the dark knight you talking about the the movie or are you talking about the the movie with the joker and heath ledger and all that you want my thoughts on that there you go just for you new new uh, profile pic there we go there we go i don't know i just think it, it's more personal like our community has been around a long time you know what i mean what if you do like a podcast with Creature and watch Capcom and Brainstorm? No, 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 no. We, we can't let you guys see behind the curtain. I get scolded about that enough. I let you guys see behind the curtain too much. Um, yes, the movie. Uh, what is that? The owner of SNTR Network has requested that Discord block any messages... Our mostly accurate robots need to be explicit so your message has not been sent. What are you trying to send me, dude? If you're going to send joystick pics, you're supposed to do that in a DM. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll rate you 1 to 10, but you can't be putting that You can't be putting that in the Discord. Oh, you were just trying to do a tweet from Stealth. Cough, cough. We created a wide variety of in-game unlockable outfits inspired by Guardian's history, including some from the NCU. Okay, but they're not they're not charging anything. There's no microtransactions at all in the in the Guardians of the Galaxy game. So they'll be I'm, I'm assuming they'll be earnable. I'm assuming uh they'll be earnable. So Capcom has nothing groundbreaking. They've set people's expectations accordingly. Okay. Okay. Thoughts on Elden Ring? I'm excited. I'm going to play it. I'm sure you guys will love watching me suffer. Um, you know, I'm sure you'll love watching me suffer. So, I also think there's people willing to help me out and jump in and play co-op. I just don't know what has... I think viewership appeal is going to center more around watching me suffer by myself. Watching me get carried or helped is not really going to have viewership draw. Although we could always pull the ripcord. Like if the audience wants, that could be something fun that we do. Like we could do something really, really creative with Elden Ring. Um, We could do something really, really creative with Elden Ring. And I don't want to give away any of my ideas right now because people historically have stolen a lot of my ideas. So I'm not going to say anything else, but I've already got some ideas. We want to see you suffer. Thank you, Hex. Setting expectations doesn't matter in a social media hot take world. At least it doesn't matter in terms of the vocal minority. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think Square Enix learned from Avengers? According to insiders, Guardians of the Galaxy was in development before Avengers even launched, so no. Any image even slightly suggestive is hard to paste in there. I'm not even the one that did that. I didn't have I did not realize that we had a Clyde bot that did that. 
I think it's because we're we have a partner to the server. Rumored on Emusha, Resident Evil Outrage, Dragon's Dogma 2, Resident Evil Village DLC, RE4 Remake, Monster Hunter Rise DLC. Yeah, that's that to me isn't worth that's not worth covering. What should I try and get the new Xbox or the PS5? Well, that's up to you. What do you want to play? Do you want to play the PS5 exclusives? Do you want FPS boost for all your old Xbox games? It really determines... You, your history and desires as a gamer has more to do with what console you buy than anything. You know what I mean? There's a Monster Hunter 6 coming after Rise. Yeah, I mean, I, I just... That's just not... Those are not my... That's not my world. Xbox, the Game Pass deal, though? Yeah, but again, that's got to appeal to you. Does the Game Pass deal appeal to you? Does Halo Infinite free multiplayer appeal to you? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's what what are you wanting to play? What are you talking about today, Lono? Um, that? <laughs> uh, the Halo, the Halo multiplayer overview is about to launch. So, yeah. I had that issue when posting my daughter's cut chin. I added a filter and it worked. Any image that shows a lot of skin can get stopped. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. (laughs) I'm surprised. Did they shut down all those servers then? Weren't there a bunch of servers that were like designed for that kind of content? I don't understand. Nintendo is tomorrow. Nintendo is tomorrow. I don't know when. Noonish? Oneish? Somewhere? Twoish? Somewhere-ish? Tomorrow-ish? I don't know. When the Guardian's image to detect is, is suggestive, maybe the hyperlink. I don't know. Why am I here? Oh gosh! Hang on! Hang on! I was like, why am I hearing Discord? Uh, Clyde checks channels if they are marked not safe for work. Oh. Okay. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we don't have that kind of content in the Discord anyway. I mean, I don't, you guys if you guys share things privately, that's between you and the people you share it with, but we don't have that kind of content in our Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a, a, a channel. The reason that somebody marked it not safe for work is so that, because it's a spoiler channel, and they don't we don't want people just clicking in there by mistake and seeing spoilers. You'd have to go in there and really commit to reading before you'd see any spoilers, though. I don't think we need that thing marked not safe for work, but that's just my opinion. <clears throat> Mm-mm-mm. The Switch has been out longer and has more stock. Not very surprising to outsell consoles that don't have enough stock to meet demand. 
Well, yeah, but it's also an amazing console that appeals to a larger market. Mobile mobile handheld gaming market is enormous outside of the U.S. It's it's big in the U.S., but it's even bigger the minute you leave U.S. Monster Hunter 6 literally was a part of the Capcom leak last year. It's scheduled for 2023. The Capcom leak that spoiled all their games until 2024. They have to copyright strike to get off the internet. See, that right there is why I won't cover leaks and stuff from other people. Ah, yes. The classic extremely loud. How has YouTube not adjusted the volume on this yet? Has no one... Has no one told YouTube that this video is mind-blowingly too loud? Can someone let them know? Maybe they can't hear us because it's too loud. It's such a great feature. Someone go in and adjust the volume on this dadgum thing. It's so loud. It's twice as loud as the video. Bots coming to Halo PvP? Yeah, apparently. YouTube is trying to help out their senior demographic. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's right. Here, I'll make myself small for this vid. I'll make myself small, but I'll be in frame. Countdown to a countdown? Probably not. When they do a premiere, it's a previously uploaded video, not a stream. Mythrax, I'm sorry, you wanted my quick thoughts on the Dark Knight and you paid a 10 spot to hear it, right? Uh, My quick thoughts on the Dark Knight is it's not a very good movie. We only like it because of Heath Ledger's performance. Everything else in the Dark Knight is pretty subpar. They they completely ruin and get rid of what could have been a great villain in uh, Harvey Dent's transformation into Two-Face, so the ending is stupid and cringy. Um, They turn Bruce Wayne into a teenage like angst she was gonna leave him Alfred awful alright I gotta set the 1080 Just the feeling of like being in a firefight and hearing the, the click of the gun, throwing it down, grabbing one off the wall. My gunner's upside down and he's like laying in. I see kill assist, kill assist, kill assist. Any pistol across any of the games. Whatever gun allows me to feel the most like John Wick, I am there. I remember how excited I was with like this big combat with vehicles going all over the place. Halo means something different for everyone, right? I think that that's what makes Halo great. What is Halo multiplayer? And for me, it boils down to this tight arena style combat and big team battle, this wide open vehicle infused uh, kind of combat. We're taking that awesome legacy or classic Halo combat experience and modernizing it in ways that'll feel fresh to old players and really exciting to new players. We're gonna give you great ways to customize your Spartan, really make your super soldier your own 
and we're kicking off a journey, an experience that's going to evolve month to month, season to season, year after year. For me, working season through this multiplayer season. of this game, and the toughest challenge, I think, was really about how do we respect the legacy of what came before us, but still build something that feels new. We've tried to bring all these elements of legacy and really inject them into Halo Infinite, not just like in a, in a, in a way where you kind of won't notice it, where you feel like, oh, they really designed this to be a celebration of previous Halo, as well as an iteration of where Halo can go next. The vision of Arena was all about a tight experience. It was all about being fair. It was all about earning everything on the map, earning everything, every kill you get. Going back to like, what is the core foundation of what made the great Halo multiplayer Arena matches great? Halo, it's really about fair and balanced starts. So everybody's on equal footing when they come off the rip. And then once they start running around, it's about scavenging, it's about finding new toys and, and kind of developing your play style as you run through the match. What makes Halo feel like Halo? Um, I feel like uh, the answer to that question is, is the sandbox. Like, the sandbox is Halo. When we set out to look at Halo Infinite from a high level and the direction of what it is, there's lots of exciting things there because we really wanted to push what are the things that are true to Halo, but what are the things that fans haven't seen yet? Equipment is back, but equipment is kind of has the has a has a bigger voice than ever before. We ask questions to ourselves of uh, if you could go after you know a power weapon to get a bunch of kills, uh, would you do that, or could you go and get grapple to make sure that you swing yourself to the other side of a map to back cap a stronghold? We saw it as like another avenue of not just skill expression but tactics for teams to coordinate around. The exciting combinatory nature of you know, this toy plus this toy and how those interact with objectives is super amazing. Looking at how the power-ups play, like your classic power-ups, like the overshield and the active camouflage. For this title, what we're looking at, what we're excited for, is you pick that up and you choose when you activate it. It goes into your inventory. If you haven't used it and someone kills you in multiplayer, you drop that overshield and then they can take it, use it for themselves. That to me is very legacy, but we took the equipment side of it and modernized it. When it comes to the vehicles, we went in and decided to invest a lot in the, the systems. When I take damage in my Warthog, uh, my, my wheels can get blown off, my hood can get blown off. There's different aspects of the vehicle that change how my vehicle handles now. And that's something that's brand new. The other thing we added to that is like this doomsday mechanic. So when you hit this threshold, the vehicle catches fire and it's very much, you've got a certain amount of health or a certain amount of time and you gotta choose what you wanna do with the last minutes of this vehicle. We've got a cousin to the Warthog, which is the Razorback. The back has this like multi-storage compartment that you can put a lot of stuff into. So if you want to put like detached turrets, power weapons, fusion coils, objectives, and that is what really making uh, the Razorback kick a lot of butt in MP and campaign. The levels define pace for the game, how frantic it is, and they define that iconic fantasy for players as they're entering that match. What do they want to do? Um, what type of experience are they hoping to have? What kind of combat, what kind of dance floor is there available to have that combat in? For me, BTV is all about experiencing uh, the full extent of the sandbox of Halo in just one match, right? Like you see the vehicles, the weapons, the equipment. We really wanted to take that kind of concept, those feels you had, you know, playing the, play, playing the previous games, and just turn the volume up 
vehicles are no longer just spawning at bases anymore. We have pelicans delivering them, and we have a commander in your ear telling you that pelicans are going to be dropping off these vehicles. Scorpion tank is inbound. We have Halo 2-style Delta Halo mission weapon pods that fall from the sky to resupply the field. That's where it makes it feel like like a real battlefield, and, and it's very exciting. This is not just more players. This is just this certain beautiful slice of sci-fi chaos. The announcer is your big gameplay moments, your game modes, just like the way it was before. Play. Personally, AI is really a reflection and information for the player. Personal AI, designation button. So if a player grabs a flag, your personal AI is going to tell you to, you know, get that thing back to base and give you some, like, moment-to-moment updates. Our team took the enemy flag. What if we can let players choose their own AI and each one of those are different voices so that players can find the one that fits their personality and their mood the best? They, they add to the sense of, like, me as a, as a Spartan being more important and, and for us and in multiplayer it is really about becoming a Spartan, your Spartan. You are you inside of the Halo universe. The body of customization content that we have on day one ensures that there will be millions of customization combinations for Spartans on the battlefield. That includes things like armor coatings, uh, armor emblems, various armor effects, down to the individual armor pieces, so your shoulders, your gloves, your knee pads, your helmet, your visor, your helmet attachments. Then you look at weapons, and we've got a whole slew of customization offerings there. Vehicles have a, have a huge pool of customizations too. We support customization in the game. Players can do the same thing on HaloWaypoint.com as well as the Halo Waypoint app. The player also customizes the Spartan, the soldier inside the suit. We want the Spartan to represent the player as much as possible. They can change their body type and their voice, as well as choose prosthetics for the first time. Coatings offer us a unique opportunity to craft some hyper-polished looks and let you express yourselves in ways you've never been able to before. We're coming at this from a player-first mentality. So what that means is that there's no random loot in this. There's no loot boxes. It's very important to us that everyone understands exactly how they unlock customization content. And we have a variety of places where they can do that. First off is the Battle Pass. The Halo Battle Pass will never be taken away from you. And what I mean by that is once you buy it, it's yours and does not expire. In future seasons, you can purchase old battle passes as well as the current battle pass and choose which battle pass to put your progression towards. All of these rewards are single source, so you're never going to be confused about where things come from. If you can unlock something in the battle pass, we're not going to let any other players circumvent that by purchasing it out of the storefront. A lot of our stuff is unlocked through playing the game and only through playing the game. All customization is just cosmetic. Every season will have its own theme and introduce new components, new looks, new gameplay for players, new opportunities to earn and collect cool rewards. We've seen the, the samurai already. That's one of our event armor cores, and that's going to be something that players can earn through gameplay for free. With us going free to play for the multiplayer part of the game, like that was a big goal because, you know, how do we have a way we can always bring players in, right? And they can, when we have a new update, there's, there's, They'll just dip their toes in if they even just want to see it. Not only are we free to play, but we're free to play on PC as well as console. And what that means is we're able to get the biggest audience we've ever had. Everybody gets to play with no barriers. And even better, your progression carries from one platform to the next. Getting our game to be on PC and console at the same time 
is an amazing chance for us to really just kind of excite new players about the game. How can we do things like make crossplay interesting and like even in just customs, being able to just play with your friends that like some people have PCs and some people have consoles and like let them talk to each other, let them be friends. Why are you here? To be a Spartan. Academy is a place that you can go uh, with an MP to kind of onboard into the experience. It's great for newer players who are still picking up the controls and also people who want to warm up before they head into matchmaking. It's a series of experiences, both a tutorial to get started for the first time, weapon drills to practice with specific items, and also training mode that you can use to just get warm, explore the game as you want to. For players who are new to Halo, let's help them learn what this universe is about. Some of these characters, what, what are they about? And help them kind of know the vocabulary that people have been speaking for now almost 20 years so that we, when they come in there, they don't feel like they're behind everyone else. They can kind of come in on an even footing. I mean, I'm super jazzed about bots. I think they're awesome. Our goal with bots has been to have a variety of difficulties that kind of provide a good training partner for wherever you're at in the experience. Partnering with our players on the road to launch and after launch is absolutely critical, right? I mean, Halo's always been about the community conversation. We want to make sure we hear our players, make changes where we can based on that feedback, make sure the game is ready for launch, and then even beyond launch. What I'm genuinely excited about is taking the game out of our hands and putting it into the community's hands. You know, whether it's seeing what people make in Forge or the content that they're able to create with theater, watching streamers go after the game. To get involved, you go to haloinsider.com, put in your info with your gamer tag, and we should be able to reach out to you if we want to invite you to a Halo Infinite flight. We feel like we've got a pretty good selection at launch and what's going to be there for our fans. And this isn't going to be something that is just a static set of items. We have some new stuff in the works already and just can't wait to really get into that as soon as this game comes out. New maps, new modes, new ways to customize your Spartan. Launch is just the beginning. Now we're just going to be able to talk, interact more frequently. And that's just going to be great. That is the future of Halo Infinite multiplayer. Thank you to the community for all their feedback over the years so far. And uh, I'm looking forward to the road to launch, launch itself, and beyond. of the original Halo in the background. I don't know if you can hear it. That's good. I was just wondering if they were going to tack on anything else, any surprises. Um, we'll obviously, we'll loop this. We'll, uh, we'll loop this video. Um, I should be able to refresh and it should just be the video. There we go. Um, I'm, t I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I have a good feeling. I have a good feeling about this. I really do. I think that there is something, there is something special about Halo PvP. And this is now running at 4K. Uh, 
the, this video. Uh, they've continued to say holiday 2021. If there is a reason that I'm confident in this game and why I think it feels good and why I think they, they might pull this off, it's for one simple reason. Joseph Staten is center stage. They got this guy leading essentially the vision casting of this trailer and of this game. Like if there's if there's somebody that I would say could get Halo into into 2021 is, is it's that guy. Um him right here. E- everything he says when he's head of creative by the way. Anytime he's he's talking here, this whole opener that he walks through is exactly everything I was talking about is bringing Halo into the modern the modern age making it faithful but also making it like really inviting for new fans um I don't know I just I have a fe- I, have, I have a feeling about this I like I, I think I feel like I'm looking at the beginning of like that return of Halo Call of Duty did it okay long-standing franchises can do it and everything they talk about here the language that they're using the perspective the POV their aims what they want to see out of it their ideas about battle pass they used ex- they use things like uh, statements like skill expression um, I don't know I, I I this to me the way they're positioning it talking about it framing it it sounds like if Halo ever had a chance for a comeback, if Halo ever had a chance for a big multiplayer return, this this what I'm looking at is its is is its chance. I'm not saying that it's going to be dynamite and going to be amazing and going to blow people away, but I'm telling you, this is what they needed to do to bring Halo back. I don't think they were going to do it with a campaign. I don't think they were going to do it with the big open world new new interpretation of Halo's you know, single player. I think it's this. I think it's this. Do not, do not underestimate the power of streamers and multiplayer driving this game's engagement through the frickin' roof. Cause you got you get guys like Ninja and you get other really, really big names in streaming playing this game. It's free to play uh, and they got a battle pass. So there's a reason for streamers and YouTubers to cover it every time a season starts. I'm telling you, there there is there's something here. There there they have the recipe. It's just a matter of are people gonna dig the flavor. This looks like a much better blend of old school Halo PvP paired with the new generation. Um you were saying this before though. Yeah, I said it last week. I said, if they're going to gamble on something, gambling on PvP is the right gamble. I don't think they're going to blow people away with a campaign. I don't think they're going to blow people away with combat evolution in their single player. I don't think so. I, I do not think so. The, the, the way that you get Halo back on the map is with PvP. Um, I basically can play what I just saw now in the Master Chief Connected. This needed to be more... I think what you just stated is provably false and a gross overstatement. I mean, you, I, I, saying you can go play this right now in the Master Chief Collection is is laughably inaccurate. I, I, and I'm not even a Halo fanboy, and I know that's like ludicrous to say. <laughs> it's not, no, no, no. Performance, speed, the, the verticality, the weapons, the, the game flow, the graphics. No, you, you you can't go play this right now in the Master Chief Collection. You, you can't. 
I don't know. Um, I think they... Listen, you gotta understand something. Imagine this video doesn't exist, okay? Imagine this video doesn't exist. What did we say last week and all the weeks prior to now? What is the giant challenge of Halo? It has to stay Halo, right? It has to stay Halo while offering something that's going to make new people want to jump in and play. How do they do that? They do it with fresh coat of paint, new options for combat with 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 the with the grapple jack and the, and the and the weapons they were showing off. Newer vehicles, newer game modes, but also free to play. Like you're not if they change it too much, yeah, there's new abilities too. If they change it too much, you're going to turn off your loyalists. That doesn't work. You can't do that. Look at what Call of Duty did when they tried to do that with wall running and double jumping. They they stepped way outside of their wheelhouse and everyone turned on it and hated it. What brought Call of Duty back to the center fold was a return to boots on the ground, inject it with the new, make it free. Halo Infinite. A return to classic Halo, the classic Halo feel, inject it with the new, make it free to play. That's the recipe. That's the recipe for success right now. Because there's no other way, I don't think, to break into the PvP you know, landscape or realm right now. I think it's very challenging. That's what I think is going to be Battlefield's biggest challenge. Is Battlefield's putting a giant paywall in front. They put a giant paywall in front of you getting involved in Battlefield. What, what's Halo say? No, nah, it's free. Come on and play. Oh, you missed a battle pass? No worries. You can buy it and earn all that stuff. Yeah, no FOMO. No FOMO. No pay to win. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's totally free. You hop in and play anytime you want. They can do events to get their player numbers always resurging. Like they said, that samurai armor is tied to like an event thing that they'll be doing. I don't know. Paywall will keep cheaters out. I think this being woven to your Microsoft account will keep cheaters out. If they, listen, if they would have sat down and said, we're doing Halo Battle Royale, we're doing Halo Battle Royale, you know what everybody would have said? They'd have been like, you're out of your head. That's not Halo. Listen to Joseph Staten's language. The tight arena shooter. Remember last week when everybody was trying to tell me that this wasn't an arena shooter? Out of the mouth of Joseph Staten himself. A tight arena shooter. Also, they wanted to include the big big team battles that's a return to halo i did feel that they made your player actually move faster though it did look it did look a little bit faster yeah 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 we're just playing the master chief collection pvp last night with my buds the pvp feels way more like old school halo but also feels modern and fresh like halo 5 it's the perfect blend what's the like dislike ratio on the video 17,000 versus 88. Public seems to like it. Public seems to like it. Ninja Doc... Oh my gosh. I'm I'm telling you, man. You get those streamer personalities to play it. You get them opening up those battle passes at the start of every season. I am telling you, I can feel it. I can feel it. I'm like, ah, oh, there's something here, dude. There is a hum. This engine is humming. I can put my hand on the surface of the car, and I'm like, 
there is something here dude this is this is something you can't get anywhere else right now now you can tell me all the master chief collection master chief collection but you're talking about a massive brand new player funnel free to play seasons battle pass all the things people come to expect with an ongoing pvp experience okay and underneath it all is the arena halo experience that you can't get anywhere anywhere else telling you i have a very very good feeling about this there is something here I, I, I played Fortnite for two hours and I told people it's going to be bigger than PUBG and everyone's, everybody thought I was an idiot. This looks like a game for kids. You're stupid. Uh-huh. Two hours into Fortnite, I said that. I watched this trailer and I, after the gameplay thing yesterday or... No, that was Saturday. Was it yesterday or Saturday? Whenever Microsoft did their thing. I was like, I don't know, man. That's looking pretty good. <laughs> That's, I, they might have gotten the recipe right. They, they did. I, I think they went back and they got Grandma's cookie recipe out, and they're like, "Let's add a little extra." This, this already tastes good. People already like it. It's chocolate chip cookies, man. It's just people like it already. Let's add a little extra. Let's, let's modernize it a little bit. Make it free. <clears throat> that's my gut that's my gut you guys are wanting me to shout cast it and bring it to split screen yeah we'll see we'll see um, if there's a t- if there's a twist of irony that would be beautiful is it would be me covering and and getting and, and getting and getting some some traction in covering and playing and, and doing stuff with halo that would be a beautiful turn of irony <laughs> Maybe, maybe I'm the perfect candidate for 343 to stick it to Bungie. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Glad you're seeing it. They have something good here, that's for sure. Put subtitles on. Sorry. I just want to make sure it never goes off screen. I don't think it will. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine where it's fine where it is. Matt with a five dollar tip. Why is Rageless Rose so darn good? Loving this coffee. Thank you, Matt, for the five dollar tip. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh after watching the Halo Infinite multiplayer. Overview. I can honestly say this has massive potential and promise. Got a good gut feeling about this one. After watching the Halo Infinite multiplayer overview, I can honestly say this has massive potential and promise. Got a good gut feeling about this one. There you go. Let's see what the industry heads are saying. Mm. 
I'm seeing what pe if anybody else is weighing in here. Come on, come on, come on. Where are the people weighing in? Uh... Nobody's weighing in. What are you talking about? weighing in on this I'm fine open world still looks like crap though wish they had worked on making it at least up to standard for other games nowadays oh I, I, I I'll tell you right now I, I mean I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll even I don't know um, young yay says Xbox just released a multiplayer overview for Halo Infinite it's looking very promising and like a whole lot of fun yep Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a really good gut feeling about it. Really good gut feeling about it. If this was any other game, I think what they showed was fine, but this is your franchise brand-defining flagship. And Eugene, I think they know their audience. I think they know, I think they know their audience. You know what I mean? I don't think they... I, I think the campaign will be fine, but I don't think they set their sights on, like... Um, I don't think they set their sights on, like, we need a truly open world, or we need this to be unprecedented, or or any of that. I, I, don't, I don't think so. Um, um, I, I think they know their audience. I don't think Microsoft has had Halo as its flagship for a while. Infinite looks fine. I think you, Eugene is overstating right now. <laughs> you think 343 has anti-cheat or multiplayer? I'm sure they'll weave it in with Microsoft. Like, if you get banned, it'll be tied to your Microsoft account. Um, I would I would, I would, assume that. Uh, I would assume that. Mm-mm. was that guy's name do 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 I was trying to find What's the guy's name in the... Yeah, this is his name. Yeah, yeah, John. TTK took looks a little long. I think the TTK is just right for a Halo. Ryan Paradis? Yeah, that's the guy that was at Bungie. He was at Bungie recently. I'm fairly certain. Ryan Paradis. He wasn't the community guy in this video. John, what's his name was? I actually watched the TTK in this video, and I feel like it looks it looks exactly where you'd want it for a Halo. It's not too fast. It's not too slow. There's a rhythm to it. There, there, there's an artistry. Like uh, there's like you got it. You got it. Now, obviously, you're gonna have weapons like this that people are gonna complain about that hammer, right? 
that hammer will probably be the first thing to see a balance pass, but I feel like everything I've seen, not recently, he's been at Bungie and Rockstar. I remember him from videos. Uh, I remember, I remember him from videos. Um, so. I'm trying to see if anybody else is weighing in. Halo Infinite multiplayer. Uh, going to the hashtag now. All of my worries from last year for Halo Infinite are like 80% gone. 343 really nailed it. Waiting for a year was worth it. Um, that seems to be the going theme on a lot of these tweets. A lot of people are tweeting and saying they're glad they waited, they're glad they delayed it. Um, so, yeah. Battle Pass sounds great, no FOMO. Yeah, Ginger, my eyebrows kind of went up. I was like, wow, they're going to let you go back and buy. Uh, they're going to let you go back and, and, and buy and play and get the stuff from the one that you want the progress on. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Sign up for the Halo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that streamer called Ogre? You helped out on Destiny. I think he's going to be really excited right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Tom is 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 very excited. Uh, yeah, Ogre Two was his name. Um, he's not even tweeting about it. <laughs> I don't know what he does now. I don't know if he still streams uh, or what. But yeah, he seems uh, he seems to be a little quiet today. Uh, the Master Chief Battle Pass works that way right now. You never miss out. You can never miss out on something. That's good. The Master Chief uh, Collection does the same thing with the Battle Pass at this very moment, so I would hope that they would do it again. Yeah, that's in this announcement. It's going to function the same way. Yes, yes, yes. When that was in the announcement, they um, uh, Paul Paul picked up on that in the chat. Yeah, the Halo God Ogre 2. Yeah. There was a time where, you know, where, where he and I were, you know, he would come into my streams and say stuff. He was a super nice guy. He almost ended up staying with me at the Destiny 2 premiere because they jacked his room up. Um, they, uh, they messed his room up. Dr. Pepper doesn't come out with new flavors to get Coke drinkers. Coke drinkers prefer Coke. The new flavors are to increase sales to Dr. Pepper fans. Replace Dr. Pepper with Halo. That's not a bad analogy, Zibair. That's not a bad analogy. Especially because if you get too far away from the original recipe, you're not going to appeal to your base or really anybody, right? It's That's why the term jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none, that's why that exists. Like, if you try to be a jack of all trades, if they tried to make this game for literally everyone, it no. Make Halo a great new version of Halo and make it free. That's what I said about Call of Duty. Call of Duty went back 
to the old recipe, injected it with new, and made it free. Warzone has been a hit. Halo, go back to the drawing board. Make Halo what makes Halo great, inject it with new, and make it free. That's your freaking recipe for success. Your recipe for success is not coming becoming something new like double jump wall run and all that other stuff. Right? It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it wouldn't work. It's kind of funny people are talking about Battlefield. Its pre-order is number 4 in Steam's top selling chart and that was before any gameplay. Keep in mind pre-orders went live in the middle of the week. Now, they have such a loyal fan base. That's freaking insane. Although, although, being number four in pre-order in Steam right now, Wheezy, that's not saying much. There's nothing to compete with. What is what is it competing with in there right now? You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the that's the wish listers and the and the loyalists. Lo- like, my concern about Battlefront is not I'm sorry, not Battlefront, Battlefield. It's not whether or not it'll be a commercial success. It's what's it gonna look like when season two rolls around? What's the player base gonna look like? That 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 that, that I'm telling you. That price tag is 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 a potential problem long term for Battlefield. Initially, not a problem. Full funnel, excited player base, maybe some new folks intermingled. Sure, 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 sure. Right? Season two rolls around. We're, that's a completely different conversation. That's a completely different uh, environment. Um, not even the same. Yet you get into that second season, Battlefield might be in trouble. Battlefield 2442 uh, is the first modern Battlefield in four years, I think. Right. Nostalgia Bait is going to be the success or failure of this game. If it doesn't hit all the right chords with the old heads of Halo multiplayer, it'll crash and burn. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, there are already contracts being cooked up with streamers like Ninja to put this thing front and center and just fill the funnel with millions of players they're already cooking it up it's already in the works you get the you get the four horsemen of Fortnite playing this game together and you're 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 talking about an insanely full funnel you get those guys on a recurring presence in the game they're they're playing it they're covering it they're diving in they're diving in when the uh the 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 new battle passes are available. I, I'm telling you right now. Win, absolute win. They're gonna print money. It's a big franchise. It's a big title. I, I, I think that this, this is so much. <laughs> this is so much more potential than maybe people realize. Ninja was always a Halo player, so it's not like you're gonna need to buy him. Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> if you want him playing launch date, there's a price there's a price tag on that. They know as well as he does he's gotta play week one day one. He'd be dumb not to. It's still business, man. It's still business. He might be under a mixer contract, but I think he's still under the Microsoft. Oh, right, right. Yeah, he's no longer under a mixer contract, but he probably still has a deal with Microsoft. When he talked about going back to his roots, yeah, yeah. That Master Chief was in the audience in that video for a reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably already in the works. It's probably already in the works. If you're good at something, never do it for free. That's that's exactly right. That's exactly right.
been a while since I could join live. Uh, was great to be part again. Hope to be able to be here more often. Have a great day. Thanks for being here, PV Pete. Lono gets his food analogies from Zubair. Oh, don't get it twisted. I'll be very surprised if this is played by top streamers a month in. I, I don't think you understand. Like, anytime I've talked Halo, my viewership has been silly, Big Mouth. Like, Halo has such viewership draw. It's huge. I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. I think that directory over there on purple will be banging. Especially every time they do a new battle pass. Especially every time they launch a new season. Every time they do an event. New armor to earn. Oh, for frick's sake, dude. I would not be surprised. Listen, listen. If, if they got his input, if they got his input on what made Fortnite so amazing for him and he gave them insight into what worked, what drove viewership, what got people interested... You got the you got the king of of streamer growth in your pocket to give you advice. <laughs> of all the people to give them advice about how to maintain a game's relevancy in the live environment and and have it filling that funnel with players and money, dude, they got a great guy to give them advice on it. You can love him or hate him. Ninja is a person that would understand how to handle scalable and consistent growth and presence in this environment. Doc's always talking Halo. Oh yeah, Doc will get involved. Big time. Doc's gonna eat this up. Doc will have map design competitions with his audience. All kind of stuff. Code Red tournaments. No, no question. He's a personal friend of mine. He's a solid dude. Yeah. He, he, he followed me. There was a time where he followed me on Twitter, and we uh, we hung out at the D2 premiere. He's a really nice guy. Um, obviously, that all ended last summer. <laughs> no one, no one, no one kept, no one continued to follow me last summer. You're going to dust off your PvP roots? No. No. I could do fun stuff with the community. I'd be more interested in shoutcasting. Do you know what I'm excited about with Halo Infinite? Right? Do you want to? You want to know? I'm pretty sure they have baked into it like spectate mode. At least that's how it was in the past. So I could I could run, I could bring split screen back, and I don't need to follow or watch any streamers. You know what I mean? I could host my own tournaments. If all that's baked in, if all that's baked in. We can host our own tournaments, have our own prizes, bring split screen out of retirement. You know? You're watching split screen. Come on, dude. Come on. Theater mode? Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That was always the dilemma in the past, is anytime I wanted to do a tournament in the other game, I, they didn't have any of that built in. Split screen on gaming or here? I uh, probably here. I throw my hat in the ring for a split screen tourney? Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be a blast. It'd be a freaking blast. I'm telling you. 
I got, I got, I'm wearing a Spider-Man shirt today serendipitously. My spider senses are tingling here. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's something here, dude. There's something here. Halo's coming back, you know? I already probably answered this. Uh, do you see, lo- no, I haven't seen it yet. No, fuzzy. Was too busy covering E3. My wife and I have been re-watching Lost, so we'll have to weave Loki in. We like to re-watch Lost periodically. Um, SNTR Halo Tournament. I'm down. Take my money. Thank you, Vengeance. Yeah, members only tourney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much. There's so much we could do. So much. No one can say no to free multiplayer Halo, big moves. And that's what's so great, you know? That's what's so great is like anybody can jump in and, t- and try it out. Like, you know what I mean? I'm also wearing a black and red Spider-Man shirt. Mine's Venom. Yours is Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was excited to get a Miles one. I was excited to get a Miles Miles. This is another 80s tease, by the way. We're partnered with 80s tees. You can always use the shirt command. It'll direct you to the collection this came from. You can use my code anywhere on that website for 30% off. It's a big discount. 30% off. Use code LONO over there. It's good to see LONO this stupidly excited. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna plant my flag in another game the way I did with Destiny. I don't think it's a smart idea. Um, I, I don't I don't think it's a good strategy. But if there's definitely a game um, that I think could come back and could be special and be something that we that we do something with, um, I, I think Halo could be something we do a lot of special things with. I think it has a history with this audience. I think it has a history with... My, my audience is very Xbox-driven. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff we could do with it. No doubt. No doubt. <clears throat> Question for you. Outside of PvP, which for me is why I play Halo... Does Halo need some form of Strikes Dungeons Halo content? I mean, they certainly have the appeal of like turning up the difficulty, turning up the difficulty. So it would be cool to do something with like four man teams where you go in and have like things that progressively get harder. I I do wonder if if given Halo's format and in history of difficulty, difficulty, difficulty. I wonder if they'd be better suited to do something more along the lines of a horde mode. Um, but again, you got to be careful. You start to borrow from other games or do things outside your wheelhouse. It ends up not being very, ends up not being very good. But that would be where my mind would go. It's not loot based, right? But you could certainly have some of the cosmetics unlockable, uh, and you got to put in your time in like a horde mode that gets harder and harder and harder and harder. Um, because they already have like the skulls of difficulty or whatever. I don't know. They have firefight, ODST. Firefight was a horde mode. Oh, so again, I'm not a big Halo guy. I played a lot of Halo One. I would play the campaigns co-op with like my my siblings and stuff or my friends, but I was never really big into Halo. So if Halo has a history with a horde mode, the question would be how well did the community like it in the past, and would they like it? Uh, like, would they like a return? 
and then the loot that you would earn would probably be just tied to the battle pass you know hey we've got a new map for maybe they call it firefight again we've got a new map for firefight new waves of difficulty and uh, it's another way for you to unlock those awesome cosmetics in the battle pass if you feel like stepping off the uh, the battlefield of PvP, you know. Haven't had Xbox since OG console, and I want a Series X, but I'm confused about games being on PC and console. Help me understand. A different era with a $5 tip. Basically, Xbox Game Pass is going to become an all-encompassing platform that is on all of the Xbox consoles as well as PC. Eventually, Ultimate Game Pass will be more inclusive and more far-reaching than it presently is. And they're going to start to have their games, like, basically across that entire spectrum. We don't know anything about story gameplay after the updates. Yeah, there could be more information coming about the story. If you need anything from a a bracket manager to tourney organizer, I've experienced with tourneys above the 1K Crash Pies Pools and Temtem. Not saying you need to do anything, but I'm willing to help. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I'm telling you right now, if there's one thing I I always am thinking about, I'm always thinking about what could we do with this? Could we do something fun and amazing for the community? And um, I think we could recapture what we were starting to do in Destiny. We could recapture some of that in Halo, maybe. You know? And, And split screen. Then it would be about featuring amazing community members and not streamers because I wouldn't need to rely on streamers. I can just feature you guys. Word spreads about that. Think about it. Think about it. Do you want to watch the big guys play? Or do you want to potentially get showcased for your big plays? Right? There's a lot of potential there. There's a lot of potential there. A lot of the bigger streamers are just going to show off how awesome they are. Let me show off how awesome you are. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, split screen could make a big return. I'm curious how many of the how many of these sets they're going to do and how often these like samurai you know like event sets how often they're going to do them you know what I mean if there's there's one thing I do miss doing it's shoutcasting I miss doing it it's fun and I, if there's a game I could easily shoutcast, I shoutcast Fortnite professionally under contract, shoutcast at Apex, ran an entire Fortnite tournament for charity all by myself, uh, as far as the color, the commentary, the play-by-play, um, I can shoutcast Halo, easy. Hopefully my GTX 1060 can run Halo. Oh no, Mrs. Yelling more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, the, the, you get a really good... I think you get a really good insight into their TTK there. You get a really good insight into their TTK. Lola can shout cast the gardener mowing the lawn. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Let's... um. 
Let's deliver. Let's deliver some value. Let's deliver a show. Okay. Let's deliver a show. We're going to shift to Q&A in just a second for members. You got to be a paying member to take advantage of this. This is the topic. Everything we've seen today and over the weekend. Halo is the topic. Halo Infinite, right? Different era with a $5 tip through through, uh, Super Chat. All Xbox games are on PC. If so, what's the incentive to play on the Xbox over the PC? I want Halo Infinite. Why get an Xbox if overall experience is better on PC? Price, convenience, preference. These are all things that allow you as the consumer to have more freedom within the Xbox ethos. There are people that never want to look at a PC. They don't want to look at the price. They don't want to troubleshoot drivers. They don't want to go through all that crap. It's also way more expensive. So price, convenience. Buy it, plug it into your TV, out of sight, out of mind. Preference. What's your preference? You might just prefer a console. You know? The the benefit to you as a consumer is wherever you land on those three questions, right? Price, convenience, and preference, wherever you land on those, Xbox is like, yeah, we don't care. <laughs> we, we don't care. Wherever you feel like engaging with our platform, man. Cross-progression, cross-play, play anywhere once xCloud is a standard. <laughs> just, just have a ball wherever you feel like playing. Oh, you got a nice PC and you got an Xbox at your friend's house, aunt's house, mom's house, whatever. Yeah, all your games are everywhere with you. That's fine. Yeah, and if you get a Series X, the performance is uh, marginally the same. Xbox is a sleeping giant. (laughs) Xbox is a sleeping giant. All right, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. If you are a paying member, I am opening up question and answer right now if you want to break this down Halo Infinite the campaign trailer the multiplayer trailer the multiplayer overview we just watched submit your questions right now I'm going to take a brief break I'm going to go use the restroom and we're going to do some Q&A we also have a 6 minute I need to record I'm going to tell you when I get back I'm going to tell you why I think Halo Infinite finally looks good so stick around for that and get your questions submitted i will be right back you might see some ads i'm i don't run ads a lot on the channel that's why we like people and encourage people to become a member to support the channel monetarily because we don't do a lot of ad placement okay i'll be right back
Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna ex- I'm gonna expose you to some content that we do regularly on this channel, right? First and foremost, these little short videos that I do, they end up on a shorts channel. If you enjoy shorter recorded videos as opposed to live streams, use the shorts command. Right now you're on SNTR Presents. This is the main show, main hub, main channel. SNTR Presents. We have SNTR Shorts, which are short four to six minute uploaded videos, news segments, trailer reactions, etc. If you like those little short videos, you like to keep gaming news on your sub feed, SNTR Shorts is there for you. SNTR Gaming is sort of a let's play channel. We're going to start putting some indie games over there and gameplay. We do gameplay on this channel in the afternoon. So the morning is a talk show. The afternoon is gameplay. If you've enjoyed your stay here today, click subscribe, set your bell button to all. I am safe for work. You can have me on in the background. A lot of people treat me like gaming radio and I do planned segments like this one as well as live Q&A. So right now we are on the verge of going right into live Q&A as soon as I am done with this segment, okay? And then I'll do a post. Um, I guess I could do the post right now. Uh, Let's do a members-only post and see how people are reacting to those. Um, I will do that uh, so that way that is up. Q&A is starting about Halo Infinite and all the footage. Mm-mm. Reposition. Do, do, do. Okay. And we do record these. So, like, I kind of record live on the fly. You get to kind of experience it like that. Mm-hmm. QA starting about Halo Infinite, and we will do channel members post. Post created, view, there we go. Okay. We like to ping you guys when that starts and let me do this uh, recording. Okay, and we'll do this at, we'll do it at 3.19.30. So the other, the other thing is, is if you like this channel, you can always come back and we do timestamps in the description so that way you know exactly where the content is if you prefer to just have one channel that you're sub to the timestamps of these little breakdowns are always in the description hey thanks for clicking on the video this is going to be my thoughts about why halo infinite finally looks good if you like these short video breakdowns hit subscribe turn your bell button on or check out my live stream linked below you're watching this on sntr shorts as an upload sntr presents is the live show so halo infinite really i think turned the ship around this weekend if you didn't get a chance to watch everything over e3 they had a campaign trailer a multiplayer trailer and we just got done watching the multiplayer overview i may do a completely separate rundown and show about why i think halo multiplayer is on the cusp of a huge huge comeback we'll touch on that a little bit in this video but i did want to really say i do think 
they've turned the ship around and let's talk about why they finally debuted more footage and gameplay after their rough showing at last year's E3 Microsoft and 343 had a lot riding on this year after the embarrassing showcase at last year's E3 and last week when we covered the news that Halo would primarily be showing multiplayer gameplay I said that that was the better gamble I said if I'm going to gamble on Halo Infinite turning things around being appealing and being successful it's not going to be from campaign gameplay it's not going to be from the graphics that they're making look better it's going to be multiplayer there's only so much 343 can do with the combat style and the story of halo without completely leaving behind the loyalist to the franchise so they're going to have to kind of stay in a halo what i consider to be a bit of a rut the campaign is not going to wow people neither are the graphics in a world of big free-to-play battle royale style titles and the incoming battlefield 2042 release halo has a better chance of standing apart with their approach to pvp and after watching joseph staten's commentary in the multiplayer overview he agrees with a lot of what i'm going to say in this video so the campaign trailer let's start there before we even really get to the multiplayer portion that they showed both in the trailer as well as the overview after last year many were left wondering what the future was for both the story and the campaign gameplay especially after a 343 blog indicated that the grapple jack was a significant challenge to add to the movement and the traversal of halo essentially meaning we're trying to stay faithful to Halo, we're building another Halo, and just the grappling hook, the grapple jack, was a bit of a challenge for them with respect to verticality and movement. They also were blogging about day-night cycles and weather and all these special effects, which I felt were like bells and whistles, and the core gameplay itself was never really talked about. And so I was like, I'm, I'm kind of worried about the campaign, I'm kind of worried about Halo Infinite. Now, fans should be pleasantly surprised to see both a nice uptick in graphics uh, and lighting, but also a story that seems far more interesting than what many found to be disappointing about Halo 5. So you can see here, here's a screenshot from the campaign trailer. It looked really, really good. It was it was in engine. It was beautiful. The lighting, the textures. It was it was very very well done, and it should give you some confidence that the game is going to look and run well. Now again, they avoided the open world environments. I think it's way harder to impress people with open world visuals. You have games like Forza and others that look real. It's photorealistic. You can only get so photorealistic, anyways. So going to a more enclosed environment with more metallic shiny structures and the armor being sort of showcased was I think the right call. Master Chief interacts with a new AI who apparently deleted Cortana at his instructions so if you're a long standing fan of the franchise this should get your attention pretty quickly. So the entire tone and style I think was a huge jump in quality and seriousness compared to the previous showing last year. This obviously doesn't mean that the gameplay and the campaign delivery will be miles better than what we saw in 2020, but I definitely have more hope for at least the narrative and the story. And also, getting Joseph Staten back in the driver's seat of Halo, I think this guy knows what it takes to put Halo on the right track. He was center stage in the multiplayer overview you know, video that they put out. It was like a 14 or 15 minute video. I think they got the right people in the right seats making good decisions. 
So, let's talk about the multiplayer trailer. Now, obviously we've seen the overview, but let's just break down the trailer that they showed the gameplay in. Now, the bigger breakdown and the overview was nice, but the Halo Infinite multiplayer trailer certainly brought the heat. The first thing to notice was the blending of both old and new. There is speed, there is a chaotic nature to the trailer, and yet, it's classic. It's classic Halo. A lot of people have said, I'm not seeing anything that's pulling me in, it just looks like more Halo. Well, that's exactly right. For longtime fans of Halo, the vehicles, the weapons, the CTF, they're welcome sights given concerns about what multiplayer would offer. But it is not simply just another Halo, in my opinion. With new weapons, moves, abilities, a clear focus on chaos and gameplay speed, this is not going to feel like the Halo of old. I, for one, felt that the PvP gamble started to get a glimmer of hope with just this trailer, and I feel even better about them gambling on PvP after the overview video. Halo is a long-standing franchise with lots of fans, and the game certainly has an appeal in both appearance and it has a history within competitive gaming. If you can get the streamers to play this game, you might just have a winning combination. And one major reason why this game has a lot of promise is free to play. Making the multiplayer side of Halo Infinite free to play is probably one of the smartest moves they could have made. It'll remove any barrier of entry for anyone with an Xbox of any kind across the various platform choices. If Halo Infinite multiplayer stands a chance in the current landscape, free to play is its best chance of building momentum and a player base. This continues to make me wonder about Battlefield 2042's decision to charge full price for a multiplayer only game. I think Battlefield 2042 will be a commercial success but it remains to be seen what that player base is going to look like as the seasons go on. In addition to the free to play multiplayer aspect of Halo Infinite the Xbox Game Pass consumer base continues to grow exceeding well into the 20 millions and the entire game is playable day one on Game Pass. If you just want to play the campaign Campaign. Game Pass, here you go. You can play Halo Infinite. Microsoft is doing everything it can to ensure this game has a full funnel, and from what I've seen, it's finally really looking very good. If you like this video, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. Okay, so that's just the segment. Um, that's just the segment that we record. We need to get into... Q&A, so let me get the Q&A pulled up here. Uh, Thank you everybody for submitting your questions. This we do sort of on the fly now. We do not record uh, we do not record this anymore. So this is what Q&A looks like. Um, I didn't edit those over there, so let me quickly go into my rundown uh, and change these. Battlefield No BR so I think what we'll do is we'll do Halo Infinite. Um, we'll do this. We'll do campaign. We'll do one of the topics will be campaign. We like to change the topic uh, based on uh, based on what the question is. Uh, so we'll do campaign. Um, we'll do Halo multiplayer because we know that's I think that's going to be a big. A lot of questions are going to center around multiplayer uh we'll do one about uh halo graphics because i guarantee people have asked about the graphics and then i'll do a topic about uh this the the battle pass because i I bet you we'll get a lot about that halo battle pass there we go that'll be our four um 
potential topic since this is all Halo. Um, and our first question is movement seems to be higher. So this is a multiplayer question. Uh, and this is submitted by Butters. Um, movement speed seems to be higher. Do you think this will stay true to the older games? I mean, anytime you're you're playing Halo, this is going to be, I think, one of the central questions. Okay? One of the central questions about Halo is, is it too slow? You know, is it enjoyable? Does it feel does it feel too slow? Does it feel too sluggish? You know. Um the the I think if you go too slow, you're gonna turn off anybody who's never played a Halo, right? If if you're consistently if you're consistently, you know, playing in the PvP realm right now, if you're playing games like Call of Duty, if you touch Battlefield when it comes out, uh, if you if you play a lot of the games that are available right now for for facing off with other players, that's going to be something that you notice right away. If you play classic Halo, you're going to be like, my gosh, this feels so slow, right? This just feels so slow, and. But at the same time, if they turn it up way too fast, you're going to fill the funnel with a bunch of, like, faithful fans that are going to say, this doesn't feel like Halo. It feels like you guys turned it into Call of Duty. I'm going to tell you right now, there's got to be a balance in the middle. There has to be a balance in the middle. If they can't strike a balance in the middle, you're going to turn off both players. If it's too fast... If it's too fast, then no one's going to want to play. If it's too slow, then no one's going to want to play. Because you you risk you risk turning off your main source of players if you make it really fast. Like, hoping that new players love the game. One thing all those games have in common are gunplay and movement. Right. Right. From what I saw... There is sprinting in Infinite. Same with Halo 5. They showed sprinting in the gameplay trailer. I'll tell you right now from what I saw. I'll just give you kind of my flyover. I think Halo Infinite multiplayer looks exactly how it needs to look to do exactly what I'm talking about. If you're going to straddle the fence, if you're going to straddle the fence between both worlds, that from what I saw, they, they did just that. It looked fast enough to satisfy somebody like me, an old-school codhead, Call of Duty, right? Old-school codhead. I, I, I played those games. I love those games. And I think that that's going to be one of, the, one of the challenges is there's a lot of people that are going to come over from Destiny and a lot of people that are going to come over from, you know, vir- virtually every, every corner of the gaming world and they're going to say... Is it fast enough? And I, from what I saw, I think so. I think it will be. I think it'll be fast enough to satisfy people that are in that, in that, in that in between, that valley of. I'm not really a Halo fanboy. I like Halo. I'll check it out. I'll play it. But we're in the valley of like, if it's too slow, I'm not going to want to play it. So that's that's my take on the speed. The map scale suggests faster movement, but not so fast that the maps got huge. They had to be pretty big for big team battle, and they had to be pretty big for capture the flag. 
Pretty much on apples. I'm trying to eat my lunch while we do Q&A. Halo did it better than Quake and Unreal Tournament. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Yeah, go back. <laughs> <laughs> no. no come on yeah. <laughs> the original oh gosh huh the original Xbox Halo it's like a hover round compared to a Corvette are you kidding me Unreal Tournament and Quake were like the gods, the grandfathers of arena shooters. Halo stole everything from Unreal Tournament. Their vehicles are one-to-one ripoffs from Unreal Tournament. There's virtually nothing original in Halo's initial PvP offering. It is nothing but a copy-paste, slowed-down, geriatric version of Unreal Tournament. You You are insane if you think otherwise. Halo did something that nobody else did. They brought a shooter that you could play against other shooters in a serious way to console. They did it first. They became the kings. Right? They became the kings of the console, like, shooter world. I know they did, but where are they now? What? what, what, what so so is, that, is that the game that we play? Where's Michael Jordan now? Where is he? Does that take away from how amazing he was? How he changed the game? Where's Pistol Pete? Where's Babe Ruth? Where's Mickey Mantle? Where's Jerry Rice? Where's Bo Jackson? What are you talking about? These are the greats. The, 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 the Quakes and the Unreal Tournaments. Your original statement was that Halo did it better. And you're like, where are they now? That's, that's your comeback? Give me a freaking break. That's your clapback. Like, one of the main reasons that that fast-paced arena shooters never came to console is because you're playing with a controller. It doesn't translate. It doesn't port over. It, 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 you can't play those games. And, and, what ends up happening over the course of the decades of shooters coming to console is they make them accessible to where the audience is going, right? It was a lot easier to get into gaming with a console than it was to a PC. I'm going to tell you right now, as somebody that played Quake 3, I was in a clan, I went to LAN parties, it was ridiculously hard to be a PC gamer. Buying new equipment, drivers, viruses, bugs, glitches, cheaters, all that crap. You could buy a console, play Call of Duty, and not worry about any of that crap. So shooters become very accessible on those platforms, right? 
and then the dawn of gaming explodes like these consoles sell at record breaking numbers the playstation 2 the xbox 360 they set all these insane records and the expectations of gamers changes why because you can't play fast paced adrenaline infused arena shooters on a console it's not friggin possible so the palette of the gamer changes okay so those games go the way of the dodo they always do games always eventually fizzle and phase out they just kind of go they go away they're not in demand they're not popular your original statement was halo did it did it better than unreal tournament and if you go back and compare unreal tournament at its time and compare it to halo 1 it is laughable Number one, it's laughable how much they just one-to-one ripped off everything from Unreal Tournament. I mean, their vehicle designs are practical one-to-one copies, for frickin' sake, for Pete's sakes. They're one-to-one copies. The Warthog and whatever the one that, like, hovers above the ground with the fans, the ghost or whatever it's called, they're one-to-one copies of of, uh, vehicles from Unreal Tournament. They didn't do anything better, they just made it accessible to people playing with the controller. They slowed everything down. The first time I played Halo, I was like, what in the heck is happening? Why am I so slow? Because I was used to Quake and Unreal Tournament. There's, there's no comparison. release an updated version of Unreal Tournament on console tomorrow, it would dominate the world. No, they tried to bring Unreal Tournament back. It didn't go anywhere. I, you can't put Unreal Tournament on a console. It's too fast. That's like saying, to say that Halo did it better than Unreal Tournament, that would be like saying chess checkers is is does it better than chess checkers does it better than chess why well it's more accessible to smaller minds right anybody can play checkers so the popularity of checkers probably far exceeds the popularity of chess why it's more accessible it's easier anybody can pick it up and play halo did that it took chess and it created checkers it was like this is so much easier it's slower you can play with a controller you don't need any of this high-tech nonsense you just plug it into your television sit on your comfy couch and run around and shoot people so to say they did it better it's like uh, you're using the wrong terminology they didn't do anything better they copied the formula slowed it all down so that you could play with a dadgum (laughs) controller that's all they did Unreal Championship was on console and they did it well. Yeah, yeah, but... And if you want to talk about... (laughs) You want to talk about where are they now? (laughs) Prior to any of these Halo Infinite announcements, where's Halo right now? Huh? Versus Fortnite. Apex. Versus Call of Duty. Where's Halo? 
They're they're in the they're they're, they're they have a chance. I've got good feelings about Infinite, but come on. Yeah, Lawbreakers is proof that the that the current landscape of people who like to play PvP, they do not rally. They do not rally around fast-paced arena arena shooters. They don't. Lawbreakers was awful. Oh, I think Lawbreakers would have been amazing. It an amazing successor to Quake and Unreal Tournament. Lawbreakers was a lot of flying around and such. Too many variables to consider. I played Lawbreakers tutorial for eight minutes and I canceled my flight to LA. What was in LA? A big celebration party release capture event. They had paid my way. There was going to be a party and food and all this swag. I played for eight minutes and I canceled my flight. I reached out to the lady and I was like, I can't make it. I'm I'm not taking time away from streaming and my family to come out here and expect to say nice things about a game that I knew. I was like, this game is dead on arrival. Played it for eight minutes. I was like, this is crap.
Who's flying? Oh, this is years ago. What game was that? It was uh, it was called Lawbreakers. All right, let's take another question. Arch Enigma, do you foresee Halo versus Battlefield 6 being a good test case for PvP games in respect to cost of entry and what works? Both franchises have long-term fans and are trying to pull new ones. Yeah. The idea... uh, The idea here is, is very simple. From where I sit, the idea is very simple. Both games have huge draw from loyal fan bases. They do. Both games would like new fans to come in and play. Which game is setting itself up to be a better funnel of new players? Halo. Like, the price barrier... The price barrier to be like, I'm not a big Battlefield guy. My friends want to play Battlefield. Should I get Battlefield? The price barrier is ridiculous. Oh, me and my boys. Me and my boys want to check out Halo this weekend. We don't have anything to play right now. They want me to come in and play with them. What's the barrier? There is no barrier. It's the Fortnite recipe, right? Oh, man, I've been hearing all this stuff about Fortnite, dude. I don't know. It seems kind of weird. That's free. Try it out. And then if you really like it, you can buy a battle pass for cool cosmetics to make yourself look dope. So, I'm telling you, I, I think that Battlefield 2042 will be a commercial success. I think they're going to have player funnels by month three. They're going to have player funnels by month three. And they're really going to have player funnels when you feel like the best way to enjoy um, your time in Battlefield is buying their season. Like, every time Halo does a season, a battle pass or whatever, what are you going to think? Well, I mean, it's free. Right? Might as well throw them some money. New season comes around in Battlefield, and you're like, well, I don't even own the game. My buddies are getting back into it again. They're excited about the new season. If I want to go play with them, I got to buy the game first and the season second. I think that's going to be Battlefield's biggest struggle. Battlefield's biggest struggle struggle um, will be uh, maintaining a player base, healthy player funnel. Right? There is there is there is zero doubt in my mind that you're you're going to have to you're going to have to get so many barriers out of the way just to play Battlefield. You know? During a year when ESC desperately needed to prove E3's relevance, interesting choice to kick off day three with an hour long. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> Excuse me, they're trying to make money. They're trying to make money. So. Um, King Keys with the next question. Do you see kill streaks potentially coming to Halo? Here's here's the thing with, with, with kill streaks. I I don't think they fit I, I, I don't think they fit in an arena style shooter where you're fighting for map control, map dominance, positions, certain weapons, perks, vehicles, whatever. I don't think Killstreaks fits with that. The rhythm of the map is what's important. Not, well, I got a lot of kills, running, riot, and then all of a sudden you're, I don't know what, what, calling down something from the sky. I would say you're, you're, you're stealing... I would say you're you're pulling from the wrong plate at that point, right? If, you know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> Thanksgiving, you put everything on the plate because everything goes together. Now imagine just taking a random item and just throwing it on there, like a piece of fish or something, or lobster or crab. You got a you got a perfect Thanksgiving plate. Everything's there, all the fixings. And then someone just drops a piece of fish on top. And you're like, what? Now, on its own, yum, delicious. Cooked cooked in the right way, prepared in the right way. Oh, that can be a delicious dish. Why the frick did you throw it on top of my... This is, this is fine how it is. Halo as it is, I don't think you want to take something from Call of Duty, Killstreaks, and just drop it on top. And you're like, there you go. I just don't think it would fit. They tried killstreaks with Halo 4 and it didn't go well. I think killstreaks create too many problems. Listen, if we're honest, they're going to have their own problems with respect to balance, that big huge hammer that guy was wielding, okay? You're going to have problems with map design and map control. One of the reasons that Quake 3, uh, po- the, the, the popularized game mode in Quake 3 called Rocket Arena, the reason that became so popular, well, people got sick of getting in a map and a team or a player is already running map cycles and grabbing quad damage, the rocket launcher and the armor, and you're just a montage in their kill streak. You're just like, hi, I'm here to play. I have nothing. You've got quad damage, a rocket launcher, and all your armor. I'm dead. Right? So Rocket Arena landed on Quake 3 and was massively popular for that reason. I, I think kill streaks are 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 just gonna compound a problem. They're already Excuse me. They're already going to struggle with. They're already going to struggle with. How do you unseat a well-established team who's controlling map and primo weapons and primo positions? How do you upset map dominance and map control? It's going to be even harder if they have map control, and in addition to map control, they have kill streak. I don't. I don't think that. I don't. I don't think they'll do it. I don't think it would fit. I think they're going to have their own balance problems. Every game has its balance problems. And I think they're going to be two things that are hotly debated in Halo Infinite's balance discussions. Number one, map design and positions for certain coveted, you know, powerful items. And then the power weapons or heavy weapons or whatever they called them, that big hammer. That you're going to see, you're going to see that, excuse me, you're going to see that probably debated within the first month those things all oh, this map's terrible 
Oh, yeah, they just, if they take that position, it's over. Oh, that thing is so OP. Get the frick out of here. Now, they talked about how vehicles are going to be randomly kind of strewn throughout and showing up at random places, so you can't just, like, camp a vehicle position. So more than likely, that might be their intrinsic balance choice to saying, hey, if this team takes over this spot and you're having a really hard time getting them out of that spot... There are things on the map that will give you an opportunity to turn the tide of war. As opposed to being like, well, they got the spot, they got all the love, we're done. Our our goose is cooked, you know? So. Hope Infinite's a huge success and you rise with it. Imagine regaining what was taken from you by using their old IP, that would be dope. There'd be a bit of poetic justice there, wouldn't there? Remember, has been in Halo since Halo 3. It's never been a huge problem. Right, but I'm just saying it'll be one of the things that gets debated. Whatever, However much it shows up, however strong it is, however easy it is to use, it'll probably be one of the things that gets debated. You know how gamers are. Akuta Papa with the next question. I play mostly SWAT and Halo Master Chief Collection. I am worried about the multiplayer being free to play considering the amount of hacking I see in the Master Chief Collection. Do you think the multiplayer is going to suffer the same fate as Destiny's PvP? I don't know if you can be as bad as that game's PvP with respect to player satisfaction over the years and cheating after they went free to play. Um, now, I don't know what the issues are with the Master Chief Collection. But I've got to think, right? I've got to think that they're going to have a lot in place to prevent that from becoming a problem. They're putting a lot on this game. Free-to-play multiplayer, Game Pass for the whole game. You can't have Halo being front and center like that for your platform and getting overrun with cheaters. So, the hope would be they would start, you know, operator system key banning people. Like, if it's all tied to your Microsoft account uh, and you're, you know, you're getting banned or whatever on, um, on on PC, that would be the hope. Is that That'd be the hope is that you would, you would, those people could not come back in. That's one of the biggest problems with cheating in any game on Steam is like Steam just doesn't seem to care. Steam just doesn't seem to care. They just, they'll just, you just keep, they just keep making accounts. Offensive usernames on Steam. I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't even seem to try to stop that from happening. That's just like a, that's just like a daily thing. Like you're just playing a game on Steam multiplayer, and you're you're gonna you're gonna see offensive names in there. Um, no, no doubt. They're developing an anti-cheat type of system inherently in the game's engine itself. They've spoken on this subject somewhat. Oh, they have actually spoken to anti-cheat in Halo Infinite? Okay, that might be uh, that might be a good thing to look into. I've not seen any of their commentary on it. Echo Hammer, uh, this is uh, Sven. Do you see other franchises following Halo's battle pass if the direction they take is a success? Eliminating the FOMO in a battle pass is a great idea. 
uh, in a game like this. Um, right. So on the subject of the battle pass, there's there's I I, I got a lot of thoughts here. I do. Um, FOMO, I think, done improperly for a game like this, can fold in on itself. So you come in and you join your buddies and you're they're on Battle Pass 3. And your buddy has this super cool thing. You're like, oh my gosh, I love that armor. I love that color scheme. I love whatever that is. And he's like, yeah, you can't get it anymore. You can't get it anymore. It's gone. It's bye-bye. But it says, like, oh, yeah, just buy that battle pass. That battle pass has got some great stuff in it. You buy that and make that the one you're working on your progress with. Yeah. So then you're playing with your buddy, working on earning the stuff that he has. Like, FOMO can fold back on itself. Like, you got to think. Somebody might join, see their buddy with all this cool stuff, realize they can't get it, and be like, well, frick this game. I don't, I, like, I, I'm not doing that. I don't want this game to feel like a job. You know, I got a month right now. My life situation changed for the next 30 days. I can really slam out some Halo with my boys. And I'd like to work on that battle pass. I don't want any of the new stuff. There, There is an element of FOMO that can, that can end up, I think, hurting a game more than helping it. And I, I, it's not surprising that a lot of other games, you know, in... in I don't want to talk about Destiny. Obviously, anytime we're talking Halo, there's going to be Destiny comparisons. But even even Destiny in their in their recent commentary and changes, they started trying to lower FOMO. Now, at least they were saying they were trying to lower FOMO. I don't follow that game. I don't read their twabs. I don't pay attention to any of their stuff anymore. Um, but I know that was something that they were trying to do. Why? I don't think it was working as well as they hoped. I think people were irritated by it. Master Chief has an issue with cheating, just like a lot of other games right now. Like I was telling someone else, I used to play platinum level SWAT. Uh, there are some people better than me in SWAT, but I've hit gold. I haven't hit gold in a while because I get matches with a single person doing four kills in 0.5 to one second. Uh, if they're using easy anti-cheat, it doesn't worry me. Yeah, I don't know what they're using. I don't, I don't know what they're using. One thing I hate about D2, it feels like a job. I still enjoy it, but I hated the battle passes that loomed over me. Yeah, you. Th- this, this is not looming over your head like a commitment. Like, while you're playing, better keep playing like crazy. Better keep, you know, better... <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Like... There's, there is, there's too. I think there's just, there's too much about it that that can turn people off. It's not like it excites people. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that they they put this FOMO in here. Uh, I'm so, I'm so, so glad they put this FOMO in here. Uh, I, 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 I'm so thrilled to be, to be motivated to play more or to feel like if I don't play, I'm not going to get the thing that I paid for. You see what I'm saying? It's far more likely for people to be like, oh, hey, oh, hey, this is pretty nice. I can get this anytime I want. I can come and go as I please. Instead of. Instead of the alternative. 
you're far more likely to have it backfire PR wise and consumer reception wise than the the alternative. I don't think FOMO plays like people think it plays. I think it folds in on itself very quickly. I just think it ends up folding in on itself. Sigmund Slim with the next question. By the way, this Q&A segment is a members-only thing. You can talk in chat. I can see everything everybody's saying. But if you want to submit questions and have them show up on the screen like this, you need to be a paying member. We would love to see the paying memberships hit 1,000. We're in like the mid-800s. So if you've ever considered supporting a stream with a paid membership, we have five tiers of memberships starting at just $5 a month. This is one of the perks as well as increased access in the Discord. All the commands that run along the bottom of the screen here are ways to get involved in the community and support me. Uh, Easiest way to support, it doesn't cost you anything to hit subscribe and the bell button. And if you show up Monday through Friday, this is what we do. A gaming talk show with live interaction. We do debates. We did a poll earlier if you didn't get the chance to weigh in on the poll. And we do Q&A in the second half of the show. So thank you so much for being here. All the likes, all the subs today. We appreciate it so, so much. 48 more likes and we'll roll over to 600. If you haven't smashed like, feel free to do that. That's another free way to support the channel and the show that I put on every day. Sigmund uh, submits a question and says, Do you think 343 is moving past bombastic and arguably fun PvP modes like Rocket Race and Custom Forge maps for more curated PvP experience? Uh, Could custom maps return? I, they made mention of Forge. They made mention of, of, of I, maybe customs, maybe not. I, I can't see them not offering that. I don't think this is as juxtaposed as you're making it. This feels a little bit like, almost like a false dichotomy. Like, well, they have fun modes and custom Forge and all this, or a more curated, more calm PvP experience. I think you can have both. And from what I gathered from their... Um, from their showcase, uh, I would say they they're 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 gonna they're gonna have both, right? Um, so I wouldn't think that these things are they're not diametrically opposed. I believe both things can take place. Uh, personally, now again, I don't know if that's their goal. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if that's where where they want to land. Um, but I do think they could do both. I do. $10 for a custom server? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. We're going to look into it, obviously, for community-driven stuff, but we'll see. Um, uh, Masterclass. How long do you see this game being supported? Uh, while it's obvious they'll be doing seasons, they could easily support it uh, for, well, for a few years. I, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But I could see this sort of being... The they're going to take the Call of Duty strategy. So Call of Duty has, what, 10 studios working on that franchise, and for the foreseeable future, they're just going to keep investing in Call of Duty. Assassin's Creed, for the foreseeable future, is going to be investing in, in, in Valhalla. They're slowing down Assassin's Creed deliverables to invest more into, a, into Valhalla, feeling more like a live service. Um, and so I feel this being an easy decade. Easy 5 to 10 they said 10 years they've said it's a 10 year journey well there you go i yeah i i think that i didn't even realize they had said that that just feels like a far more likely result of like no yeah this is our this is what we want to do this is halo this is the halo experience that you're gonna you're, you're gonna um 
you're going to want to play for the next, as they're, I guess as they've said, for 10 years. Because if you think about it, console life cycles are usually anywhere from 7 to 10 years. And if that's the case, then this is likely going to be... Uh, this is likely going to be sort of their their answer to all the other games out there and sort of the backbone of this generation of console now again they're not looking to do console war but they want to make sure this generation has a really nice backbone and something that you know looks and runs great and so for the console life cycle of the Xbox Series X Halo Infinite sounds like it'll be there 10-year plan, heard that BS before. Well, it was a different company. (laughs) Um, It was a different company. Sergio, with all the other games being announced yesterday, uh, do you think that Halo was overshadowed by all the other news? No. No, I don't think so. Um, No, I don't think so. I, I I think they delivered what they needed to deliver. I also think that they, um, I think they, they made the right decision in kicking the multiplayer overview to the next day. So they share the stage, get everybody excited. I think the multiplayer campaign was well received. Um, I think it was well received. Let's, I want to, I'm actually curious what the, um, what the like ratio is on that overview video. Now let's check it out. 37,000 likes versus 326 dislikes. The the community is is giving us a pretty solid answer. 200,000 views already. So it's cruising, cruising towards a quarter of a million views and 37,000 likes versus 326. They haven't even hit a grand of dislikes yet. Um I don't know. I I, w- I would say that's very very promising considering if 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 they made Halo fans mad, that like ratio would be very different. If they made their fan base upset, irritated, disappointed, or whatever, that like ratio would be very very different. I, I would say that's a sign of good good things. Um, that 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 is where that sits. Guardians of the Galaxy pre-order email from Square Enix available October twenty-six. <clears throat> Uh, next question. Why? This is from Mythrax. Why do the graphics look like a game from early last gen? Um, first, I I don't agree with this. I I I don't, <laughs> I don't agree with this. If you go early last gen, no, I I don't think so. The game looked really. I think the game looked crisp. Now, is it blowing me away? No, it doesn't have to be. It's a multiplayer game. It's a multiplayer game. My my take on the graphics, and my take on graphics in general is is this: there's only so much they can do to make a quasi photorealistic world look nice. There's only so much they can do with lighting and shading and metal objects. Okay. The other thing you got to consider is. They can't give you all the primo 
ray tracing textures metallic sheen just oh look how that looks they can't give you that in the multiplayer environment because that's not the focus that's not the focus it's never been the focus go play go play um uncharted 4 and then play uncharted 4's multiplayer they strip out a lot of the bells and whistles so you can get a consistent frame per second performance and they lower the resolution they do all this stuff you know what I mean you can tell the graphics are a choice. Halo players expect things to look wonky. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. I don't think anything looked wonky. It looked like Halo. I don't know. It looked like Halo. Master Chief's armor in the campaign trailer looked amazing. I, watch that at 4K. It looks incredible. Like, that trailer looks amazing. Like, okay, they're going to be able to do really cool things with lighting and graphics and everything on a next-gen, on a next-gen Xbox or PC with the game with the with the 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 gameplay exactly halo looks wonky i I don't think halo looks wonky i've i've never thought that i don't know if there's something if there's something i have learned in six years of video game coverage graphics always suck and people are always disappointed with the exception, with the exception of a few games where everybody's like, oh my gosh, it looks amazing. I had people telling me Horizon Forbidden West looked like garbage. Like, there were people that typed that and thought that in YouTube the day we were discussing it. Now, I'm not talking about people that were like, uh, like, like, um, like Torchwood that was like, oh, it doesn't look as good compared to PC. I'm not talking about him. There were people that literally said they thought that Horizon Forbidden West looked like garbage. It looked like trash. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm like, no matter what, in the last six years of, of playing and covering games, I'm always amazed at how people, they always think graphics look bad. They always think graphics look bad. No matter what the game is, no matter what the trailer is, no matter what it looks like. I watch that Halo trailer and I'm like, that looks awesome. CSGO looks like crap, so probably one of the most played FPSs. Well, sure. I mean, that doesn't... That, that That's that's not really what... We're not talking about an old game that's been around for a long time. We're talking about uh, an established franchise that's trying to launch a next-gen version of itself. And there's only so much you can do with guns, armor, and slightly photorealistic environments. Like, there's only so much you can do. I got people saying that Elden Ring looks bad. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I'm saying who gives a crap if the game is good, the game is good. Right, 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 right. Valorant looks like crap and plays like crap. People still love it. Well, I, come on, Reaper. Their, their player count and growth, you, you don't like it. <laughs> it doesn't look like crap and play like crap. You don't like it. That game's success is a, is a pretty significant refutation to your conclusion about it. <laughs> Valorant's doing just fine I'm not insulting your precious Halo I'm saying that the focus on multiplayer performance and not the multiplayer presentation it was a compliment oh people that think the graphics look bad just from a live stream don't understand the limitations of live streams you can it wasn't a live stream segment it was a premiere and you can rewatch the same video at 4k so there's a difference you are right you are right when they premiered it it premiered at 1080 and that can limit how good it looks, but it wasn't a live stream. The, t- the thing they did today, the thing they did today was a premiere uploaded video. It was not a live stream. Technologically speaking, it's different. It's different. Um, 
and then you can go back and rewatch it and raise the resolution. But when it premieres, it's capped at 1080 for some reason. Probably because they want everybody watching the same footage. They don't want to deal with buffering and stuff. Um, so they automatically set it to 1080 to ensure that everybody's basically watching the same thing. Um, wait, did Creature just insult Precious Halo? <laughs> Halo is just bold and colorful in a war setting, so it throws people off and they say it looks bad. You think he was saying from your stream? Oh yeah, if you are watching my stream, Nintendo, yeah, we'll be doing Nintendo tomorrow. We're probably gonna kick Bandai off. I'm not. I don't know if I want to stream that late. I don't know how in demand Bandai is. I don't, we're not gonna stream Take Two today either. It's just a panel. I'm not freaking co-streaming a panel. They literally have it listed as a panel. I'm, I'm not co-streaming a panel. No, frick that. <laughs> no thank you. They set expectations about not showing anything, and then it's it's a panel. So, I'm good. Panels end up being some of the worst content to co-stream, because nothing happens. People just sit there. So We're cruising right now doing Q&A and talking Halo. I'm happy to do that, and then eventually we'll, uh, we'll probably do some more... Um, rift apart today you're breaking my heart bandai is just too late in the day dude i'm not i'm not li- missing dinner to cut the cover bandai looking forward to t2 there's not it's nothing it's a panel it's not even a showcase they're not describing it as a press conference or a showcase it's a panel i am not co-streaming a panel i i thought it was an actual like presser they just weren't going to show some of their biggest names and some of their biggest titles i i i <laughs> I've co-streamed panels before. It is awful. <laughs> it's not it's not worthy of a co-stream. It's bad. Um Ashen. Ashen with the next question. Do you think the grapple jack mechanic uh, may make the sky vehicles feel invalid? I remember a decent banshee pilot could dominate a game of your team and d- didn't have the laser. Um uh, It'll be boring, but it won't pull people. No, search volume for it was awful, creature. No one's searching for that. No one's searching for their their panel. It's it's the search volume for the take two thing is is completely is completely in the toilet. I'm not covering it. Yeah, the PC gaming showcase had great search volume. Take two doesn't. I don't even think people know they're doing anything. <clears throat> Lono's not covering Bandai because of Tekken. I'm not covering Bandai because it's at dinner time and I don't think it's a draw for my audience. So, Ashen, your question, the way they described it, you don't always have a grapple. You have to go get it. I'm fairly certain in the multiplayer overview video that we watched, there's a portion of the video that makes it clear everybody's not running around with a grapple jack. Grapple jack. You have to go get it. So if it can be used in an anti-vehicular way, it would be like going and getting anything else that could be used in an anti-vehicular way. Like, you gotta go get it and then use it. If everybody's running around with a grapple jack, you, then yeah, it wouldn't. It, your sky vehicles would be getting pulled out of the sky left and right. It would be like fishing fish in a barrel. <laughs> Just like, pull it down, pull it down, pull it down, you know? You wouldn't be able to fly ten feet. Um... 
You always have it in the campaign. You have to pick it up in multiplayer. Yeah, they referred to it as equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it was they talked about like the hammer, the grapple jack. So you're 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 gonna have to choose between those things. So yes, if everybody was just default running around with grapple jack, you wouldn't be able to do anything. You'd fly two feet and somebody be pulling you down out of the sky or coming up to you and busting you out of it. So it'll lead to great moments and great decisions for map control and 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 response. You know. Oh, they have a whatever. You know. They have an angel spear up in the sky. And then you get your grapple jack and take it down. The hammer's a weapon, not equipment. Well, I, I, they, they referred to it in a, in a section of the ma- of the section of the thing where they said, you gotta choose between these things. Like, what are you gonna try to go for? It seemed like they, they pitted going in and getting the hammer versus getting the grapple jack. Maybe I misheard them, but I thought they pitted one against the other as if that would be a decision that you would be making. So. I thought it was just part of the movement. That makes sense. Oh man, I can kill the grappler and take it. Yeah, the one the one shot too, he uses a grapple to grab a gun. He kills a guy and then he grapples his gun as it's dropping. So there's a lot of um, you have a you, there's a lot of uh, utility and but there's a lot of potential that could come from it. They, they 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 make sure to show all that off in the in the in the overview as well as the trailer. <clears throat> Isn't that the definition of Halo PvP? You have to go and get everything except your basic starting weapons. Yeah, that's that's like that's iconic arena like an arena style shooter unreal tournament quake those games did that you had to go get your weapons it's one of the reasons people didn't like those games because you got some guy going crazy and nobody can touch him he's got all the weapons in the armor and you you spawn in with nothing uh real king salty could this multiplayer emphasis with free to play and the other benefits be used as a softening tool for all those who are heavily critical of the game's first showcase? A bit of a softball salty, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely. We, we've, 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 um, we visited this quite a bit today that the free to play, it removes any barrier. Oh, I'll try it out. Me and my, my buddies want to play. I'm not really a Halo guy. I'll try it out. It's free. Think about it like this. We do something here with the community, and we're going to do a big night. We're like, oh, come in and play. We'll do a tournament. Lona will shoutcast you. We come up with this goofy game mode, right? All those goofy game modes we wanted to do in the other game that we don't cover anymore. We can do these goofy game modes. Guess what? You can jump in and play. No barrier. You can just come in and have a ball. So, as a softening tool for people that were critical, it's more than that. It's a barrier removal. There's, 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 there's zero barrier here. From anybody can jump in and play. Anybody. Uh, Dracus Pander. Is there a way Microsoft could ever cut a deal with Sony to allow Halo onto PlayStation? Microsoft could name the price and have a position and, and have a poison pill clause if the relationship's ever soured. This is literally the definition of a fantasy pipe dream. This will never happen. Ever. No. Sony's big claim to fame is all their exclusives. Microsoft's not going to take their flagship platform exclusive and take it over there. If you think you're playing Bethesda games 
that launch in 2023 and beyond if you think you're ever going to play a Bethesda game on a Sony platform ever again no Microsoft dropped 7 billion on that deal they're not giving anything to Sony I don't even care if Sony adds a bit you know throws in a sweet fat check it's never going to happen it is a fantasy pipe dream Halo never ever lands on a Sony on a Sony console no There's a fat chance you're ever going to play a Bethesda game on a Sony platform ever again. You know? I know what I can wish. Love you, man. I mean, I wouldn't even bother wishing on this star, brother. You got a better chance of winning the lottery before Halo lands on a Sony platform. You'll play Zelda on Xbox before that happens. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You probably, yeah. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 would land on other platforms before that happens. Why are you in subs only mode? Because subbing to the channel is free and I get tired of spam bots and please raid my channel. Drive by idiots. It keeps them all out of here. Nobody wants to sub to a channel just to spam it and then unsub. It, it keeps all the idiots gone. We were getting we were getting growth and momentum and every time we had a big day, I was constantly having to ban people asking for a raid, asking for me to support their channel. It was freaking obnoxious. So we turned on sub only mode. It's free to sub. It doesn't cost anything. It's not like we're not running members only chat. The only thing that's members only is Q&A. So if you guys want to take part in the thing that's on screen right now, you got to be a member, but subscribing is free. So you can wish on that star, but it's exploded. Uh, what you're seeing is that the light's finally reaching our planet. <laughs> gotcha. Didn't know it was happening. Yeah, I'm fairly certain, Zanber, you bypass it with your membership. There are some people that are members but aren't subs. It doesn't matter to me, but... Only way exclusives get to Sony is if they stop being idiots and buying the Game Pass. They're not going to do that. They're not. They begged you for a raid? Oh, yeah. Anytime we were having a big day on YouTube, which we had a lot of them over the weekend and we're having a nice big day today. Anytime we were having a big day... I'd get spammed with people asking for raids. It was obnoxious. Reaper. With multiplayer being free to play, do you think that the game could be plagued with cheaters? We've already addressed this. um, You know, the free to play and the cheating thing today uh, multiple times. I think you're even here for that, Reaper. Um, let's Let's do our best not to do that. I'm fairly certain you were here when we were discussing it. If you weren't, no sweat, Reaper. But yeah, we discussed this eight times up one side and down the other. Um, Literally, maybe ten minutes ago. uh, About what they could do, how they could handle it, attach it to your Microsoft account, attach it to Windows. So you might have missed it, but yeah, this got discussed a lot. And obviously the other game was brought up, uh, Destiny. Going free to play caused them to have a massive cheat inflection. But... There's a big difference between creating a new Microsoft account and creating a new Steam account. So we're hoping that's a nice barrier. So you're late. No worries. No worries. We just want to make sure Q&A doesn't get bombarded with repeat questions. So it's not a, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Akuta Papa, what do you think about the Spartan that blocks the plasma bolt back at the other Spartan? This is a Halo first. They don't explain what that is. Um, they do not explain what that is. But I would imagine that's sort of the abilities track that they might be trying to get into with respect to, like, you know, 
are they um it'll be it'll be an abilities track i would i would anticipate it being an abilities track they're gonna try and get people to get really really excited about abilities um and and if they can get you excited about abilities that that has a lot of uh commonality with overwatch with valorant uh it even has you know some commonality with destiny uh so you know some abilities that would be uh this morning i said a lot of times you take the old inject it with the new and make it free right you take the old inject it with the new and you you make it free and i i actually think that might be some of their injecting injecting the old uh with the new that might be one way that they're doing it like all right we're gonna we're going to uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring abilities to halo so like periodically you know you're you're able to you're able to have this ability to reflect something back or, or you know whatever the case may be um there's a variety of ways to approach it but they didn't go into detail about abilities they didn't go into detail into what we were watching um so i would i would say that that's one of the parts about the game that you know would be a concern if i'm a long-standing fan is that is that going to need to be balanced is that going to be you know is that going to be a headache is that going to be a problem you know that would be i think that's that's one of the things that they'll they'll have to they'll have to keep under wraps is just how much just how much can they infuse the game with new stuff without stomping on the old expectations so all right here's what we were going to do as you can see over there we were going to cover take two interactive but the interest in that is incredibly low from all the research i did and then when i saw today that it is not a press conference it is a uh it is a panel i am not covering that i we, we will be covering more e3 tomorrow we will definitely be covering nintendo bandai's up in the air because bandai's really late in the day tomorrow so I'm going to give you a soft no on Bandai. I'll take a look at what they might be talking about and make up my mind, okay? But what we're getting ready to do now is we had amazing streams on Friday of Ratchet and Clank a Rift uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I played it with my kiddos over the weekend, and that's what we're going to switch to now. And the reason we want to do this is we like to have good, new, relevant gameplay on this channel and even if you only come over to the new stream for, you know, 15 minutes, it's super, super helpful to me. You should automatically come over. Like, it should, it should, you should automatically come over. It, it shouldn't, it shouldn't, it should automatically take you. Now, if it doesn't, I'm going to put a link in chat, right? I'm going to put a link in chat about, uh, uh, so you can get there. Um, and that way you can come with us if it doesn't redirect you okay so the link in chat no i'm not covering capcom it's too late in the day and i don't play most of their games um i'm not i'm not uprooting my schedule any more than i already have to cover stuff that's during my uh, that's that's my that's my dinner time man um that's din din time i'm i'm hanging with my fam they uh they took the back seat over the weekend but they're i'm not doing that anymore this week that's there's no pressing reason to cover Capcom or Bandai for me. Too late in the day. Too late in the day. Um, if anything insane happens during Bandai or Capcom, then sure. Sure. So, 
Use the link in chat. It should bring you with us. It should bring you with us. I'll see you over there again. Even if you only come hang out for 15 minutes, it's super helpful to me. So come along for the ride or click the link in chat, please. Hang out for a little bit of some Ratchet and Clank, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart gameplay. And I'll see you tomorrow for more great talk shows and gaming news about E3. Maybe more Halo tomorrow. I don't know. This multiplayer stuff, it's, it's heating up. It's heating up. All right? I'll see you guys over there.